How's it going, guys? Matt from Foul Ball Productions. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope that you're doing great. I'm doing very well. Thank you. I want to thank you all for showing up to this uh, initiative, this crime fighting initiative. This is a, a launch that we're letting you know, and we're putting all cultural criminals on notice. We are here to fight culture crimes wherever we find them. We're going to expose them and defeat the mass villains who have perpetrated our culture and nefariously infecting it, destroying the things that we love. And we're here to fight back. I'm Matt from Foul Ball Productions, and this is my partner, Vigilante Williamson. Vigilante Williamson here on the first episode. Inaugural episode of Culture Crime Fighters. And I, I love the intro. I love the fire. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, time, it's time to take out the trash, so to speak. Uh, a lot of, right. Lots of... Uh, Lots of culture criminals. Lots of people have destroyed pop culture, or or think they're they're going to destroy. It, but it's time to time to take time their to time. fight back to take to the streets. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We're here. We're here, and our our power is talking a, a lot about it. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna take them out. We're gonna take them out. Well, how's it going, man? It's going good. It's going good. I'm actually trying to tweet and minds out this while i read through a mask yeah it's going good it's going good feeling good Matt on me too i was just browsing twitter uh for inspiration for what to talk about today and i saw that rush limbaugh died you see that no i didn't see that jeez yeah, died i didn't even know he had issues what was it what for i don't know uh he's 70 years old um oh complications from lung cancer oh i didn't would have never thought he had lung cancer no, I guess not. He's an old guy, though. So, I mean, 70's not crazy old, but it's yeah. up there. It's it up is there. up there. And he was a big fella, too, right? And had some issues with, like, drug abuse, yeah. as I recall. Did he? I think he might have had some issues with that stuff. And I wasn't, like, some diehard. Right? I didn't really even like him that much. I mean, I didn't no, me neither. Watch his stuff. It's just like, oh, man, he's he's dead. You just remember him. He's one of those th You talk about culture, right? Just like, man, he, he has always existed as long as I've been alive, and now he's not alive anymore. It's just weird. Yeah. Hundred percent. I I think like when I was in high school, I was I got into conservative politics for a little while. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I was a fan of um, not not his, but it was Hannity and uh, who's the other guy, um, Michael Savage. They were both on the radio like when I was a kid. But I remember I always remember what this guy Rush was on there as well. Um, yeah. Not my favorite, but I guess I respect him for yeah, being like, like a broad. Yeah, my mistake there. I guess I respect him for being like a broadcaster, you know, someone that like, yeah, I guess spent that much time talking about stuff. I don't know. Yeah, and I mean, in a way, you know what? He rather or not is direct to this, you know, what we do or anybody else. He is kind of one of those guys that kind of like paved the way for podcasting. Yeah, because he's just an opinions guy. You know what I yeah. mean? And that, that's all he really did. Just give his opinion on shit. And that's all people are doing right now. Like you, he's the great, 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 great grandfather of Tim Pooh, rather, rather not their politics aligned or not. Right. You needed guys like even him or Howard, just those, that generation of broadcasting. And he's, he's kind of a part of it. 100%. I'm reading the article um, that uh, the New York times put out and it is the most like falsely sincere. <laughs> it's acting like it's celebrating his life. I'm his surprised things. they would. I, I'm surprised they didn't bash him like he's this troubled, crazy psychopath that's finally dead. I feel like they probably should because that would be more sincere. Like, <laughs> this is just so phony. Like, 
Rush Limbaugh, the right-wing radio megastar, whose slashing, divisive style of mockery and grievance reshaped American conservatism, denigrating Democrats, environmentalists, feminazis, and other liberals while presaging the rise of Donald Trump. Like, that basically is telling everyone who reads New York Times, you should hate this guy if you don't know who he is. Yeah. <laughs> he's bad for Democrats. He's bad for environmentalists. He doesn't like <laughs> feminism, and he loves Trump. So basically, you know, good riddance. Yeah, yeah, which is kind of what I expected a little bit more of. Yeah, but it's in, it's insincere because it's kind of look. They gave him like a nice photo when he was young. Yeah, and like with a following of fifteen million. I think like they're they trying him a superstar. Yeah, they should like just take the gloves off and be like, we don't care that he's dead. We never liked him. Yeah, that'd be more honest. Be way more honest. Yeah. This is just like oof, it's gross. Anyway, Rush Limbaugh died of lung cancer. That's, yeah, this is sad when anyone dies. I wasn't super big into him, but again, you know, he's he was just an opinion talk guy, and that that that's the catalyst for a lot of what, what we're doing. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, so that, that you know, is what it is. You don't you don't typically celebrate someone's death because you don't like them. Yeah, I, you know, I feel like that's in pretty bad taste. If someone was like a dictator or, you know, a, like a murderer or something like that, and they died, I think you can celebrate their death because like their life was actively harming people. Yeah. But if someone said shit you don't like and you applaud their death, that's pretty gross. Yeah. Well, I mean, I remember when Trump called the coof or when his his brother died last year, there was a lot of people who wished death <laughs> on, on the president. And I'm not even a diehard orange man guy, but that's fucking brutal. And it was just so hypocritical. Their whole point of view, like they act like what they believe about themselves is that they're really empathetic and that they're on the side of kindness. And the second one of their enemies like could potentially die, they're like, Yeah, die, die, die. <laughs> yeah. That's sick. That's gross. That's yeah. really gross. Like you're not yeah. yuck. Um, but yeah. yeah. Speaking of yuck, I'm not sure because we didn't really format it, but I, I even though I want to talk about this Ryan Johnson thing. Sure, you let's hear about that. Then. No. What's so going on? so it, there's a lot of different stuff. So basically, there's a rumor out there that he, his trilogy, I'm not sure if you remember or heard, but like, or he was supposed to have a trilogy of movies for the Star Wars universe. Oh. And supposedly it never got canceled, and that there were rumors that it's still going on. Oh. Now, I was watching a clownfish video, and they implied that. Ryan Johnson's people were the ones bringing that rumor out, but even still, there was a yeah. There you go. So IGN's reporting it. So there's a lot of people who are reporting it. I guess he said it. He said it supposedly to this uh, whoever he was talking to, a journalist, an interview, or something like that. That his 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 trilogy was still supposedly going on. Now they that took time, his, yeah. so he says he sat down in an interview with Soraya Wilson who subsequently confirmed on Twitter that Johnson's previously announced Star Wars trilogy is still in the works. Wilson says it has no dates or timelines because Johnson has other projects going on, but it is happening, according yeah. to this. What do you yeah. think? I, it, it, my initial, initial thought was Disney is not... They're tripling down. They're like, we're not only we're firing Gina... We're giving you more Ryan Johnson. Like, fuck you, fan. But part of me, when, when Clownfish said, you know, maybe he's the one who pushed it out, because I don't know if you uh, remember with, um, what's the chick? I call it Leslie Headpiece. 
She's the chick that was Weinstein's. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Leslie Headland's her real name. Yeah. But uh, uh we crime fighters, equal opportunity, equal opportunity, equal opportunity justice. But like uh she <laughs> did something similar to get her show produced. That uh, she's the one who or who who leaked it to the press, and then her show ended up at the end of the year um investor thing they did. So it got her show made. So maybe he's trying to do something similar. Yeah, like that wouldn't shock me at all. Like if this is just him kind of playing the press to see if he could maybe get his Star Star Wars trilogy like back in the conversation to kind of test the waters. The idea that like this is definitely happening, like I would even be I would be surprised if Disney had any plans to make an additional Star Wars movie for at least the next few years. Like that would surprise me at all. I would agree because it seems like everything they're doing with Star Wars is the streaming service. Like it's supposed yeah. to be the backbone of their streaming service more than anything. Because they can shrink it, right? Because it's like a budget's going to be less. You know, yeah. uh, the the scope of the project will be less. It'll be you know fewer characters. They won't have to do a giant advertising campaign. They put it on Disney Plus. The idea that they're going to do another Star Wars trilogy after the first three like didn't lose money, but definitely lost money based on the projections, which is just as yeah. good as losing money when you're dealing with stock prices. So Absolutely. it's like. I can't see that this would be a realistic thing. I, I would, I imagine this is just him, like you know, toying with the press to see what kind of response he gets. That's what I'm hoping. I'm, I'm really hoping it's just him toying with the press. I'm really hoping it's just a guy, uh, just trying to play the Hollywood machine, trying to see what works. Because that seems like that's going around a lot. Just people trying to play the media, even down to the Ray Fisher thing. It's like, hey, let me see what I could get for clout. So I, that's what I'm hoping this is. But like. Here's the, here's the thing. Even if it's that, that means these projects have not... Because the rumor was that they weren't canceled. Mm-hmm. That they never. They just kind of said, you know, you just, you just didn't do anything with it. But it's like, why is Ryan Johnson even in a position to do that is kind of the thing. Like, he shouldn't... He should not be oh. involved with Lucasfilm, Disney. Yo, you guys should have cut the cord with him a long time ago. Oh, 100%. Real quick, I want to say what's up to uh, Jake D. What's yeah, up? hell, Jake D. Good to see you, brother. And uh, Eric K is popping in. What's going on, my man? How you doing? Thank you so much for the... I I appreciate the sentiment. And yeah, go ahead and subscribe over to Vigilante Williamson if you have not yet. Yeah. Eric K knows what's going on. He knows what's going on. I appreciate Eric K. The ranch king, king king of all ranches. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Well, the thing is, he can't... Look, the, the, the power structure at Lucasfilm is still the power structure that made the sequel trilogy... No one there has made any kind of like, uh, you know, um, what's the word? Like uh, when you apologize, like whatever, any kind of apology. Like, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. but they, you know, they haven't, they haven't like a mea culpa. Sorry, it's a word, mea culpa. No one there has yeah. made any kind of a mea culpa to, to like admit that they fucked up the franchise and that they made, you know, for all the reasons. And the only hope we have is, is uh, Favreau and Filoni making the Mandalorian, even though that's all pretty much all that goodwill is gone too. Yeah. Uh, so they can't admit that the the sequel trilogy was a failure because it was a failure based on ideological grounds, and they can't admit that their ideology has any problems, right? So yeah. the idea that they wouldn't cut ties with Ryan Johnson that makes sense to the way that they need to. They're still trying to keep that stranglehold of power over this franchise and the culture. So this You're is right, probably collateral damage for for that that relationship. You you do wonder at what point does Disney just say we have to stop? But I guess it, it, that doesn't happen. That will never happen. Uh, I love the chat. 
uh, Jake D says Roundhead was trolling to get some action. And then Eric yeah. K follows back uh, with uh, Charlie Brown getting his revenge for all the women pulling that ball out. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Charlie Brown. That's yeah. That's great. Uh-oh, my phone is ringing. Hold on a second. I'm still here. I'm just going to go okay, off. Okay, but I was read Jake's comment here. Uh, they never will, and the firing of Gina confirms they're leading into it. Yeah, 100%. 100%, Jake. It's, and it smacks of the same hubris that they've had, you know, where they believe anything that they put out is is gonna is gonna be hugely successful because of how good the Mandalorian has done for them. Now they're back into believing that they, you know, they're King Midas. Anything they touch turns to gold, which is not the case. And I would love to know how many subs uh, were lost over this Gina Carano thing. I know that I did. And I know yeah. most of us in this community unsubscribed from Disney Plus. So I would like to know, but they'll never release that, obviously. No. But that would be great information. And I. I, I, one thing that kind of bothers me this, and I'm sure we'll talk about the Gina Carano thing slightly, even though I'm, I'm getting a little bit like, okay, I've, I've talked about it, but I understand people want it to be a story. They want it to be, you know, keep going so it doesn't get swept under the rug. What happened? I understand that part as well. Well, the mainstream media, the, the, the access media, boy, oh boy, they haven't, they haven't stopped either. They're, they're, yeah. they're blow. Yeah. Uh, Hollywood reporter just put an article like a half hour ago. I oh, know this is yesterday, but still like yesterday. Yeah. Like, yeah. They just, they can't stop talking about it either, because I think it's getting a lot of traction. It's a it, I have consistently, even though I'm very you know I like Gina a lot, I consistently underrated how popular she really is. Cut up my damn Disney credit card! Wow, that's serious. That's like serious. It. Don't mess with yeah, your credit, man. I like. <laughs> I like it. Uh, Lord Thoth, hello, sir. Hello, Lord good, Thoth. good to see you. And also. Uh, Man of War, six six five, neighbor of the beast. Hello, good uh, sir. Neighbor Hello. of the beast. Neighbor of the beast. Um, yeah, I also think it's like she, she, what she represented. Like, I don't think people, I don't think people at Disney recognize that people would be so attached to her because they still think that their audience is the loud people on Twitter. And it's not. I don't know how they could possibly think. Like, it, that's like, the thing that bothers me. At one point, you said, okay. That's not the audience. I get if you're just an ideologue and you're just going to push it down somebody's throat, but you should know better. Yeah, I mean, at this point, I think you have to have figured it out, but they, they, maybe they haven't. So it's like when you get rid of someone like Gina Carano, it's kind of like, like they're expecting widespread applause. You know, it's, it's kind of like when, when I criticized The Expanse, you know, and I thought my insight was so precise. I was expecting like widespread acclaim, like, wow, you're so insightful. What good observations, you know, but, uh, yeah. Not, not so, not necessarily so. And maybe that was it. Maybe they just didn't, they still don't have the tone of their real audience. So they think getting rid of Gina will ingratiate them where the Mandalorian actually has a legitimate fan base, not just a bunch of zealots who are applauding yeah. when they see things they like. So, yeah. yeah, it's like if if you're if you're screwed in like we are, you know, you see, like you pointed out, like, Right away, within a week, Pablo Hidalgo back up to it. So much bad uh, press and bad uh, um, bad will with the fans, and then the yeah. Gina Carano thing is basically the cap on it. But the yeah. people who aren't, when they as soon as they see Gina Carano getting fired for absolutely nothing, I think that really is going to have some backlash. Yeah, because I, I would imagine there's a great bit of normies, especially seeing how popular she is. There's probably mm-hmm. a lot of normies who don't even know about the uh, that she even had Twitter beef in the first place. Don't even know. Because like you know, a lot of people just watched Gene, uh, watched 
for Baby Yoda. There was a lot of normies, you know, office workers that I worked with who just wanted to see Baby Yoda. And you know what I mean? Probably like Gina and just she was just cool. She was just a cool character. And she you didn't I mean? really do anything. It's like this isn't one of those things that's like eh, you kind of have to be like, yeah, I mean, I don't want her to get fired for that, but she probably shouldn't have said that. No. This is 100% harmless. And and in the and it's amazing the narrative that they're still running with cuz in this article the Hollywood Reporter put out yesterday, they they it's not even that harsh, but they're still lying. Like yeah. they they're talking about it and they're kind of like recapping it or whatever and they say uh, right here both of whom, after she shared a post suggesting that being a Republican today was akin to being Jewish in the That's time of the Holocaust. That's not what she said. That is what she said. She didn't mention a political side. Everything. No, she actually did not. She didn't. And if you're saying that, you're literally just implying, you're implying your own political bias that that's what she meant. As a matter of fact, if you're saying that, you're literally proving her right because most of this shit is a bunch of divisive assholes who are trying to divide, divide, divide. Because that's really what she's talking about. The media and the, the climate that is made has turned neighbor against neighbor, right? For this coof shit, right? Everybody, oh, you got to wear your mask. Some people vehemently will not wear a mask. I've seen uh, companies get lower reviews because they refuse to wear a mask. You know what I mean? Because it's yeah, so it's divisive. So that, and that's not, I mean, yeah, that's that's political for like the narrative purposes, but like that's an individual thing, you know what I mean? And people no, people do run with it as a narrative, like no, like as a as a political point of view, yeah, hundred percent. People want to act like it's just people on the right who are doing that, but then I see people in in L.A. Like the new thing you see is people wearing two masks, like that's it's like, and it's uh, it's really common, and you can just tell that the 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 signal, the virtue signal under it is like, yeah, I take it so seriously. Unlike Trump and all the Republicans and da 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 da, like they're they're making it as political as the people they claim to be, you know, that 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 are fucking it all up. So it one hundred percent goes down party lines. Yeah, it ends up doing that. But I mean, there's the, I I just think about the normal person who's not paying attention to this. Like I think about like, okay, well my like coworkers and my mom. Because they're like yeah. older, like 40s, 50s, whatever, who yeah. don't pay attention. And like they're just wearing the mask because the medium told the media told them to wear a mask or whatever. Right. So they're just doing it. You know what I mean? But there's there's a lot of people, but some of them, I'm sure people I work with probably voted conservative. They still I know people who voted conservative who still are taking the mask thing seriously. So it's like I don't necessarily even know that that is y- yes, it's definitely spun as a political thing, but I guess it's, that's what I mean. It's an example of something. Where, yes, I think there's a a huge bit of it that's political, but Mm -hmm. a lot of it is just personal preference, and it's been forced into being a political thing. So now, like you said, you have the virtual signal. Oh, I have two masks because I'm super leftist. You know what I mean? It's like one. It comes from this media who who will tell lies about Gina and again prove her right. So circle all the way back. And it's crazy, like you. I'll see like in comment sections on like meme sites and stuff like you'll see people talking about, oh, I don't know about this Gina Carano. She's a right wing lunatic. She was transphobic and was an anti-masker and all. It's like that is 100 percent a narrative that people constructed around her that that didn't like the fact that she wouldn't parrot what they wanted her to say. That's it. 
There, there is no yeah. evidence of her being quote transphobic. She's more mocking like everyone who's virtue signaling so hard, putting their pronouns in their bio. Like it's all the politicians and fucking bloggers who are like, look at me, I take your issues so seriously. Like she's just having a little fun with that. And then they turn that and that she's transphobic. Yeah. It's like you clearly just got your information from some biased outlet. They literally just, you, you talked about uh, parroting. They're just parroting what they saw on The Hollywood Reporter or any one of these uh, dirt rags. They didn't um, do any of their own research. They didn't no. investigate. They didn't ask themselves what they thought. They just regurgitated the narrative. And that's what these people rely on. That's what the yeah. media relies on. And you know what you do? Like I've done it. I've seen the same thing. I said, what did Gina Carano say it was offensive? Nothing. Crickets. They disappear. They disappear because they don't because they either don't know because they, they was just parroted or they do know and they're trolls and they know that under scrutiny is BS. Uh-huh. The best they can do is that it diminishes what the uh what 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 the victims of the Holocaust went through. That's the best that they can do, but that is immediately refuted. It's like, didn't you call Trump Hitler like 16 times? Yeah, they have no they have no ground to stand on with that. They 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 called him Hitler too many times. They call his supporters nah. Nazis too many times. They, they you're done. You have no ground to stand on that. Done. None. Zero. Done. Zip. Zero. It's ridiculous to even try to make the comparison and uh, it would have been more like it would have been better for them if they just let her go with no reason. Yes. You know, like it if would have been smoother to just wait a couple weeks or whatever, just release and nobody knew it was this tweet. Maybe yeah. waiting a couple, that'd probably been the thing to do to be smooth. Wait two weeks and then we just, why did she leave? Who knows? You know what I mean? Yeah. And you could lie and make up whatever reason you want if you're Disney and just say, no, we're just going in a different direction. You know, yeah. it's not a, whatever it is. Like, the Mandalorian's changing, you know, whatever, like lie about it. You, we know you're lying anyway. So yeah. it's, you're just going to, you know, you pretend and then, and then she'll scream and kick or people will make a fuss about it, but there won't be anything. But using this, this is like a false accusation that we can disprove really easily. So you, there's no benefit of the doubt even now. Yeah. And this this will be a blessing in disguise long term. It's, uh, I've talked about how it's going to inspire the independent media industry. Uh, hopefully, hopefully if the movie's good. But in general, I think a lot of people are just tired of Disney, and it goes it, it goes across culture. Same things happening with sports. The same things happening with anything you could think of. But people are just tired of um, people are tired of being like trolled, for lack of a better term. And like having their intelligence insulted. That's what I was thinking of. And there's a there's Disney has been insulting our intelligence for a long time on a lot of different fronts. And at some point you have to fight back. So can't that's why you had the canceling of everyone's Disney Plus service. I would love to. I really wish I knew how many people canceled. I know. I hope it's a lot. I do too. I hope it's enough to make a dent. And you don't really need at least to like make a statement. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's interesting you say about the politics thing because I work with a guy who is straight up woke. Like, he's a, yeah. he's a nice kid. As far as woke people go, like, he's actually pretty cool. Like, he doesn't, uh, you know, assault me with his beliefs. But if you ever got into anything, like any of the gender stuff or whatever, he goes yeah. he's all in. But he's a good dude. So, but he, I was talking about how I just finished watching the Tick season two last night, which was amazing. It was so much yeah. fun. 
And I and he's like, is it political? And I was like, not at all. He's like, okay, good. Even him, even someone woke is sick of politics and entertainment. Yeah. Everybody is sick in po- of politics and entertainment. Sick. I mean, and, and they the refusal to acknowledge, I can't even say refusal, fucking ESPN, not ESPN, they're the same company, the NBA, the fucking um, commissioner owned up to like, yeah, even if you agree with us, maybe you're sick of the messaging. Well, you think, you fucking think. Why would, you got group economics on the back of people's jersey. What the fuck does that even have to do to racial justice at all anyway? And <laughs> at some point, uh, people are going to get pissed. They just want to see the damn game. 100%. 100%. We want escapism. Jake D's like nailing it. I, absolutely. And it's like, yeah. I remember when Jim Jeffries, the comedian, there was a tonal shift in what he was doing. And he started, instead of making jokes, he started making points. You know, and he started like going for clapter. You know, where it's like, we all agree with you, you know? And I remember, like, there were things that I agreed with him and on, and I was like, ugh, I'm not just going to be like, yay, I agree on that point. Like, yeah, just want validation on your thought. It's just, it's so gross. And it's like, so I imagine even woke people, even people on, like, the hard left are like, uh, yeah, I get it. Racism's bad. Can we watch a basketball game, please? Yeah, and pandering is always a, a sign of weakness, you know, more often than not. You I, know what I mean? 100%. It makes you come off weak. So I can imagine a lot of people just like, and it just part of it is just this is what happens. You have an industry who, who's uh, used to fans, used to people going. You that these companies have all of these companies, whether we're talking about Disney, NFL, NBA, they are so used to having literally millions and millions and millions of fans constantly tell them how great they are and have been been so in all cases for at least three decades apiece. Well, okay. So real quick, hey Nick, what's up, buddy? Good to see you, man. Yeah, uh, love hell. Nick hell, Nick. Turn to work, okay, man. He's the fucking enjoy, enjoy, enjoy work. Yes, Nick Wiser is the man. If you haven't subbed to him already, which I think most of you probably have, but if you haven't, you have. what are you doing? What so, are you doing? You're missing out on some great content. Yes, you are. Uh, and the man of war's got a good content here. Yeah, Jeffrey's mainline the blue Kool Aid. Yes, yes, he did. I'm only yes, vaguely did. familiar with it. Like I know who he is, but I, I, he's not somebody I was mega he, into. Dude, he used to be hilarious. Like him, and he used to be like one of my favorite. Like uh, Eric K. I, I used to love Jim Jeffries. Even saw him live. I lost all respect when I found out he was setting up people up on his show and making things up. Yeah, he became real weak. Like his bits and stuff, like became all manufactured, and he became a political woke guy. But he used to be hilarious. He was on Opie and Anthony, and he would come in like still up and high on ecstasy from the night before, talk all <laughs> kinds of shit on women. Like he was hilarious and then went so hard in the other direction um but i wanted to, i wanted to tag your point what you were saying about how long how many years people have been like you know um commending like tv film the just general entertainment i wish people have been loving it that's true but also remember back like people also talk a lot of shit on it like you know oh, you yeah. You turn on TV and there's nothing on and like all these movies suck and Hollywood's creatively bankrupt well the difference is back then at least in other years we didn't have another option we just hoped yes. that eventually it would get good and we'd find a good tv show or the one you know we'd like you know boxing over baseball or whatever the hell the difference yeah, yeah, yeah. Is now we have a myriad of different options we have so many other outlets so many other places to go that now we're like go fuck yourself i don't need to yeah. watch it yeah you're the milkman what are you doing you're the milkman. <laughs> yeah, you're delivering ice 
to my refrigerator that I plug in. Like, I don't need you. Yeah, yeah. And they don't realize that. And they, they're doing so by shitting on us. It's like, dude, I was only using the milkman just to be nice. I can go to a grocery store, man. Right. I was just supporting locally, but I don't have to. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's it's this whole thing that they just don't understand it. And it's it's amazing like how how little stomach I, I have I have now for trying anything new. Me too. And honestly, that started before it went woke. It, it really, for me, I started to see like a trope of Hollywood using. It started like third or fourth season of Boardwalk Empire, where I realized, you know what? As much as I like this show, all this show is the aesthetic, a bunch of sex and violence, and a bunch of plot twists. Yeah, that show really it, fell apart. It fell apart towards the end bad. Um, and it got so it, implausible. Like I thought when that show started, it was going to be like, oh, this is how it really went down during. Yeah. I thought would have been an interesting story, but you realize like none of that happened. That was all no. ridiculously over the top. It got like, and it got more and more over the top as it went. Yeah. And it just is like, like, like really 87 people got murdered this season and not one of those crimes was solved. Like, yeah. And no police heat for any of it. None. None whatsoever. And just some of the stories were just so ridiculous. Just It just fell apart. And I just realized like these writers are relying on like whatever their aesthetic and premise is and not filling in anything good. Like yeah. they had this premise. Okay, what here's what we do with prohibition. Let's get all these costumes. Let's have cool violence. Let's have a few sex scenes. Let's do all this. And then you're like, well, what about the plot? What's up, like, Grinakuma? Hey, buddy. Uh, hell, Grinakuma. He's awesome. He's great. Uh, I yeah, I think I think you're right. I think that's just kind of like sometimes TV, it just doesn't maintain its integrity and quality for a while because it's hard, man. Like if you if you have like building a television show, if you're working on the on the first season of a TV show, it takes literally years. You know, it yeah. takes even years just to make that one pilot, to like make that one script. And then like there's all these ideas that you're building on and writing the characters and all this stuff. Okay, so that took three, four years to do and develop. Okay, so now the show goes on it's a hit. Now you have one year to do yeah. all the stuff that took you three years on the second season. So it's like it's really tough to build like subsequent seasons and, and contribute can keep the quality consistent i think the difference is it used to be like oh you know boardwalk empire kind of fell apart it's relying on these things or you know i don't really like this fifth season of the wire i don't like that you know serial killer thing blah 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 blah, blah. Yeah. but it still wasn't like oh my god every single thing is giving me like a one-sided blunt political action yeah, yeah agreed I guess my whole thing is just like I was already starting to get tired and then you added this wokeness. I was already starting to say, yeah, you're starting to fall apart. Uh, talk about CW show, the one uh, that you uh, went out for uh, oh, famously. Flash. Flash. I know yeah. you didn't really like it. The first season to me was fun. It was a fun I first season. Because it, it was, yeah. you know, it was too yeah. embarrassing. Yeah, well, hey, you dodged a bullet there, sir. I mean, yeah, you would have <laughs> probably been like a I don't know. Greg Gus is a star or whatever, but like he's never gonna do anything else. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, CW is a weird. That's a weird like little universe that all those people live in. Like, yeah, none of them are all that good, but they're all season after season stuff gets churned out. I don't understand how things work over there. I think it's it's a network. It exists, so therefore content gets made. I, I don't it. understand it. I don't understand how Warner can own this network. It means so 
gratuitously unsuccessful to the point where you're getting a third season of Batwoman. Oh, is that official? That is official, at least to uh, my thoughts, at least what I've heard. Let's see. You get the third season of Batwoman, and this company is like $150 billion with a B in debt or something like that? Like, what are you doing? How? How does this happen? How does this get greenlit? It got renewed. Ratings are going through the floor. If not for (laughs) negative YouTube reaction, I think the ratings would be even worse than they are. Why is someone, why would that be renewed? <laughs> All the shows that got canceled, apparently Swamp Thing got canceled, which I didn't watch, but I heard it was good. Oh, but my still God. got canceled. See my name, hold on real quick. Wait, so this, I don't know what website this is, TV series finale, but it has a show, show rankings. Oh, this is just people voting on it. Oh, okay. okay. But even in their little world, Batwoman's not on the top, was that 15? Not even the top 15. And it's like, got to have another season of this show. Yeah. Third season with 500K people watching in point one in the major demo, according to Granicoma. Yeah. The second uh, season of Batwoman averages 0.16 rating of uh, in the demo uh, and, and 633,000 viewers. Dude, Gary's channel in like one month gets like three times that. Yes. <laughs> yes yeah so over the course of a month yeah and it's down, and this is down 40 percent from from in the demo and 33 in overall viewership and they're like yeah let's keep banging this out has the, you know what I, sometimes i wonder even though i know like i said swamp thing got um canceled but like has the bottom fallen out with tv like hey more than like if you can beat a a successful youtuber you're on, or you can compete with a successful YouTuber. You're on, like, hey, you got two hundred thousand people. Let's do this one more time, buddy. Like, is that where we are? Where the ratings have fallen so far that the the level it is it's to get renewed is just that minimal? Well, then you have to start wondering, like, are advertisers gonna like Pull buy that space? Because it's like, if there no one's watching these things, then like, why would they advertise on it? Like, this is not privileged information. We just read it on a news website. So that means advertisers, they know this as well. So why would they bother spending any money buying ad space on these shows? Who knows? I, I, I don't, <laughs> I'm wondering about the whole TV industry. If you're fucking the biggest event of the year, the Super Bowl has gone down. Every fucking thing has gone down. TV ratings has gone down for all shows. So I, I just think they're just like in a flux. Like, yeah, we'll keep it because it's on. And I guess, you know what it probably is? I, I really think it's the negative YouTube reaction that gives them enough hits, gives them enough like social media interaction for them to warrant it. You know, I was listening to to a Ryan Long podcast uh, last night, and it was an old one, but he was talking about how I guess there was an article that Vice put out that some woman out there was talking about the health benefits of drinking semen, you know, but like not like in a cool way, you know, like in a way that like had nothing to do with giving men blowjobs, you know, it was like some some like awful take or whatever. But he was saying like, uh, I had like 10 people send me this article. Like you have to comment on this. You have to comment on this. And he's like, I get the feeling that they're just putting this out so that people will comment on it so that they get their clicks and their views. And it's like, yeah. it wouldn't shock me that almost like this show exists. They're like, okay, the only people that like this are like YouTubers and people on the internet, like mocking it and trashing it. 
it's something and it's a sustain the audience isn't going anywhere there so let's just maybe we keep leaning into it and make it worse it'll drive like 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 uh an audience like the room has or something maybe that's the only thing i can think of that's the only thing i can think of they have to be i can't because it doesn't make financial sense otherwise not in the slightest I don't get it. What's up? Uh, what's up, Sension Dildo? Yeah, just- of course, you see the semen cocktails article, Sension Dildo. Yeah, yeah. He was just googling other other recipes, and he's like, "Oh, look at this! A whole other a whole article you, for semen." You cocktails. want to know something? I used to work at Amazon, and there, like, it's fucking all sorts. It's nothing but like dildos and like crazy shit. But like, one of the things I found there, or you know, picked. To put on a little thing, because you go in a little warehouse, you, you grab a bunch of stuff, you put it in a tote, and then you put it online. And it was this cookbook for semen on how to use <laughs> semen. And I'll never forget this as long as I live. I was like, what in the fuck is this? How did this get written and published? And why am I grabbing it? To give to somebody who wanted to buy it. But how do you, how would one acquire the amounts of semen that you would need to cook with? Like, well, Tinder like exists. All your male friends, you just like give them like a cup. Like, how do you? Hey, Tinder exists. Some of these girls, I mean, just come over and get in, this, in a cool way in this uh, in this custard dish for me. And because yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like, how do you get? Because when you measure that out, like you, you get like uh, recipe. Like, you know, uh, That's fucking wild. That's it is wild. wild. <laughs> yeah, it exists. It's a thing. We live in a crazy world, man. We live in a crazy world. Yes, the better question is why are you looking that up? Bukaki parties, yeah, I can see that. Being a thing. That's the first thing I thought. I mean, I'm like, I've been on a hub. I can imagine how it happens. Maybe that's uh, where they source everything. Maybe there's like you know how like restaurants yeah. like like they sell off their grease. Maybe that's yeah. like porn porn shoots sell off their semen. There you yeah. go. <laughs> there you go. We want this. Uh, we want to make some semen dishes, baby. New Tinder intro. Yeah, yeah, yeah that that would be. A, I don't know that I would jump on that one, but you know, hey, there's there's enough people swiping right that will. I feel like that's true. That's the uh, that's true. That's life. That's how it goes. There was another um, another story. Well, this is not really a story. But I just noticed that it's it's like all over as if it's a story. But I guess Emma Emma Stone. Is in Disney's uh, the Cruella, the new hundred and one Dalmatians thing, and uh, oh, she looks fierce and uh, she looks absolutely sinister in the new chair. Like painting their shield sights again is what this story is. <laughs> oh, you know we got to, we got some of this coof money, we got some of this stock money from ripping off the stock prices because it's okay if a big company rips off the stock prices. Oh, right? that's fine. Um, so hey, you want some more money so you can shill our shit because. I, yeah, and, I, then, and then the publicist wrote the headline, and then they the the journalist quote quote just copy paste and then ran with it. Yeah, and now every and now we're acting like it's a big happening. Oh, yeah. she's ferocious! Yeah, I can't wait to see the intersectional hundred and one Dalmatians. That'll be really interesting. Jesus, yeah. do we need a re- Disney uh, again? Everything, all their problems are not woke. Woke hides a lot of the the bad shit they do outside of woke. I'm already done with you guys to the point where I'm not going to even do WandaVision. But stop remaking your shit. Stop remaking Aladdin and The Lion King and Dumbo and any other fucking remake. Mulan near concentration camps. Like, just stop. Stop. You don't need... You already made a live action 101 Dalmatians like in the 90s. You're done. 
We're done here. Why can't they just make like are there no original like child? I mean, look, they did Soul. That was original. That was great. I still haven't seen it. I need to. Well, now awesome. now I don't know. Now I can't. You know. Yeah. Because I'm probably not going to finish watching uh, WandaVision, which sucks because I kind of wanted to. Yeah. With me, you see, the thing is, like, I didn't, like, I don't have Disney Plus. It's through a family member. So I was like, uh, it's not my thing. I could use it, but I still haven't watched it. I, didn't, I wanted them to see a ratings drop off. I wanted them to see, oh, shit, we had this many people watch this week, and then the next week they didn't. I want them to see that. So I'm like, I'm not going to watch it. I know. I heard you say that, and I was like, ah, that's a good point. That's a good point. But I, I kind of wanted to finish the show. I don't know. I you mean, you could always. Subscriptions definitely canceled. I think I have like a few days left on it, so I might just be like, "I just wanted to finish the show," but I swear I'm out, guys. I swear I'm and out. Hey, I understand. I understand because it's it's hard when you start something. But with me, another reason for not finishing it is when you fire Gina Carano. We still have these rumors about Rian Johnson. We talked earlier about the ideological movement at Lucasfilm. At some point, I'm like, okay, this is informing me where this is going to go because WandaVision, even though it's a one-off series, is still a part of the whole MCU. And I know the MCU is coming. Yeah. So if you're railing to fire Gina Carano to ruin this franchise, what the fuck do you have planned to ruin that franchise? So I'm done. I don't even care because I know even if this series is good, it's leading to garbage. So I'm like, you know what? I'll I'll check out all, all, all the way around, and, Duh, and honestly, have, sorry, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, because it, it started to negatively affect how I viewed Wandavision, and I liked because I'm starting to think, you know what, was this really that good, or was this a show that was nostalgic with with two actors and a few and a bunch of good actors, a nostalgic show with a bunch of good actors? Well, and also like. It does that thing where where what I feel the viewers of The Expanse are doing. It's like, you like this thing now so much, and now all of a sudden this new thing is moving in, and you like, uh, you don't want to see it. You don't want to see the intersectionalism, but then you're kind of like, oh, fuck, is it here? It's here. And then it fucks up your whole enjoyment of the thing. You're like, I like what you're doing in WandaVision. And then you've got little Cat Dennings like, ha, 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 I'm so sassy and funny. And ha, ha, ha. And just, God, oh, she's so terrible. Ugh, all the wokeness and all the stuff that's in like the modern day shit is just like insufferable. And you're like, I almost don't want to admit that that's happening. I don't want to admit because this is have this is fun. I'm liking all this yeah. stuff in, in the old time television, but this that sucks. So you just have like this weird, like cognitive dissonance with the with the whole experience. And it's like, uh... and that's really the experience you're going to have with all these companies in general. Because I think their their gimmick is let's do some things for the fans and some things for the wokies. And it's like, yeah, you're right. They're still trying to play balance, and you're not yeah. satisfy either party that way. No, and they're trying to trick people into funding their woke garbage. Although I think the normies will show up if you have a tempered amount of wokeness. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Grena Kuma talks about that Lion King remake that still made one point five billion. It did, yeah. it still made a lot of money. You know That's what I mean? So parents need to take their kids to see something. True. You know, like that, those things are always going to make money just because they have, like, they have to, like, it's not like parents sat there and was like, you know, the Pokemon movie was genius. Like, yeah, they just had to take their kids to see some shit. So it's like, it's a kid movie, great. You know, it's Disney, it'll probably be okay. I mean, there's still going to be people that are political who are like, I'm not doing anything. (laughs) Ascension dildo. Hollywood really hurt you, man. Move out. (laughs) (laughs) I am, dude. I'm fucking gone. I'm a ghost. Don't, don't, don't. But yeah, it's, I mean, I think, I think if you do, cause people, people like the Mandalorian and I don't think the Mandalorian was like 
woke per se. They would do little spots, but it was like, like I wouldn't consider Gina Carano's character woke, even though she was a strong, independent woman. I wouldn't consider yeah. a lot of that strong. I mean, hell, most of the the badass characters on that show, especially the second season, were women, and they, yeah. they did kind of do. That's when I think it started to pick up a little bit, and. There was always just little things. It wasn't that big of a deal, but like Bryce Dallas Howard, she directed a few episodes and she's really mad with that stuff. So it's like, it's there. It's at least in the, in the. One of them being like the first episode she did was a little off, but the the one she did this season, I remember being a little bit better. I don't know. I don't remember which one was which. I know that I know last season, the first season, she did the one that was in the village with all the. Yeah. Yeah. That movie, that episode is terrible. It's very cheesy. Very and just and just logically inconsistent, and it had like this matriarchy in the town, and you're just like, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we go. Uh, what did you do an episode that wasn't all terrible? Can't remember which one. I, I don't have to look one with Katie Sackoff. I, I think that was. I think that was the one where they're like, "Hey, some Mandalorians, d- they do take their helmets off. Uh, uh, we're gonna figure out this loophole because we wrote ourselves into a corner." Yeah, uh, but well, as I say, there was like still the like before even Gina Carano got fired, like there was still, I think if you do like 60 to 70% story and 30 to 40% woke, you'll still keep the majority of your audience. I think. I think show up. Yeah. Even though the more you're making less normies, you're making more and more people a little bit more aware of this shit. The more you do sure. this shit. Yeah. You, you're not going to get away with it forever. Yeah. 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 I mean, again, if people are willing to not watch the Super Bowl. They're willing to not watch anything. That's a great point, dude. That's a great point. Because, I mean, let's be honest. Like, the Super Bowl is driven by male viewers. Like, there are female football fans, but they're not that common. That's certainly not in the numbers that male football fans are. And a lot yeah. of people who watch the Super Bowl, like, are, are watching because – you know, their husbands watch it or their boyfriends watch it or they're going to a Super Bowl party to to watch it. And if that yeah. isn't there, then they're not just going to be like, well, I want to check the game out anyway. Like, they don't even watch the game. So, yeah, yeah it's like with that, if you don't have – you, it needs to be led. So, yeah, there's not going to be like normies just picking up the Super Bowl if they don't watch football. Yeah, yeah. And that's – again, you had to have lose something. They lost a huge portion of their fan base. And they're not coming back. Yeah, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. I do wonder though. I wonder as I'm, as we're talking about that. I wonder if how much of that was because of uh, um, COVID and yeah, no Super Bowl parties. Like that probably has a lot to do with it. I would think. I agree. That probably did impact because uh, yeah, there's going to be a lot of places, even places to have it open, which technically it's your home. You can do whatever the fuck you want. But um, technically. Yeah, but like even places where they were more relaxed, I could still see people. Oh, I don't really want to go out. I don't want to do the. Even though I, I, I don't think there were bars, you know, like yeah. in California at that time. Like those, just I think we don't even have bars now. We have like restaurants, kind of in limited capacity, outside only. Sheesh. And that just started, you know, I haven't even taken advantage of it because I'm just so tired of the seesaw. But even so, that means that means most restaurants, most bars, most places that would have been watching it didn't have it. Look, I mean, I'm all for. Trashing the NFL too, but you know, yeah, that does have to be a And yeah, I, I agree with being fair. I don't want to just be like, oh, everything's bad. Like, well, there's other factors too. Yeah, right. That, that, uh, I thought about that too as we were talking. Yeah, it, it hit me. I was like, oh, that makes sense. You know, still, I mean, I still think viewership's tremendously down, but it does make sense that like less people are watching because there's no parties or bars. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
I wanted to read Grin's uh, comment here. I really, really loved all the MCU stuff. I was crazy about it. But when the M but the MCU is coming with the damn Wokeman writer signed on Blade, like, come on, I don't do don't do Blade like that. And gender and race one to one. I don't know what he means yeah. by that last part, but uh, yeah, what do you what do you think about the whole Blade thing? Oh, one one. Other part is the second part of the thing. It oh, oh. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. He, no uh, he notated his uh <laughs> Yeah, and the gender and race swaps in the Eternals, not to mention female Thor. Oh, Jeff, I ain't female Thor. See, that's what I mean. It's it's like you, you motherfuckers should have been lucky I was still with the MCU. Endgame wasn't that good. I remember watching it thinking, I'm just glad this is over. I was already, you know, I like Infinity War, um, but Endgame wasn't that good to me. And, I, but it was cool. I didn't think so either. And like, not even from like, not even from an intersectional point of view. I just didn't think it was that well constructed of a story. Oh, and it, it took it, a it, long time to get into it. I feel like we're an hour before it even really started. It did. It was like a good hour, almost hour and a half of just exposition and set up for where we are. And it was uh -huh. just so annoying. It was so convoluted of a story, too. Just everything. Everything yeah. about it was convoluted. Yeah. Um, but it's like, okay, I'm cool with the MCU being over, man. I'm cool. You know, a couple of weeks ago, I had a little bit of hope. I'm like, oh, man, you might bring the mutants in. You might do something different. But it's like I have to ignore a lot of stuff that I know. About, I know about the Wokeman Blade thing. It hates me. Right. It, you know, it pisses me off. I hate it. That's that, that, terrible. Because Blade is such a cool character who doesn't require any wokeness, doesn't need He's a fucking half vampire. He's worried about black rice. Like, what the fuck is going on? Especially when that the, the damn... It's just like the the Wokeman writer pissed me off with the whole Tulsa thing because it's like you don't right. make that shit a fucking comic book villain. Like, are you serious? If you're serious about the subject, make it fall by all means make a documentary. It's a disturbing and, and terrible thing to happen in our country's history. It, that that story needs to be told, but not through the fucking Watchmen. You know what I mean? That's, That's not how you tell the story. Didn't it it's like? Cheap happens i was just gonna say didn't it effectively like cheapen it because it like not only did they use it for their for their comic book tv show but they yeah. also wasn't it something like the bad guys were put like like using like a racist beam on everybody and yeah. that's like so it's like it, you you took the punch out of something that's that was real yeah like you don't even know how to woke right and this is what leads me to the, like, you know, like, this is why I go excellent. Like, no, they're doing this on purpose. They're trying to diminish it. They're trying to diminish it in the name of seeming like they're they're making it into something. And well, their agenda, like, doesn't wokeness, doesn't that, wouldn't their agenda be to, like, make it, like, evil white man, right? Like, that would be how they would, that's typically where that stuff comes from when they write it. So to take away the evil white man, it's like, what? That's not what you do. Well, to me... For my opinion, even though that's definitely a part of it, it's always a double edge. So, like, no matter what group they're representing, they're always trying to detriment that group in the same time as using that group to go against evil white man or whatever they're attacking. You know, because that's just that's been Black Lives Matter, perfect example of something that's extremely detrimental. They have things in their agenda that's detrimental. They've taken billions of dollars and not even given it to their local chapters who, you know, even though I don't agree with everything, they actually do try to do some shit. Right. Uh, they don't give that money to them. It goes to who knows who, maybe your president. Um, <laughs> and so I'm completely ideologically against them. And there's somebody to me 
who does damage to the black community in the name of doing something positive. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's tends to be the mindset. So with the Tulsa thing, like whether it was intentional or not, it could just be my, you know, my exozony nature or whatever, but it's just it regardless, it definitely to me diminished what happened. And then you have to remember, I mean, a lot of people don't know what happened, right? So the very first time a lot of people got introduced to the whole concept of what happened in Tulsa yeah. was that Watchmen um episode. Yeah. And it's like that's disgusting to me. And now she gets the right blade. Hooray. Well, I think it's like, I personally just think it's a lack of understanding of the subject matter and a lack of understanding of what they're supposed to say. You know, they just are racism bad. Like, they don't even know what what the woke mob even really wants of them. Like, they're just as phony as anyone else. So I think yeah. they're just putting out what they think. So when they make a huge misstep, like like uh, trivializing like the motivations of the Tulsa thing, it's like they don't even they don't even have enough awareness of what they're doing that they could that they did that. You know what I mean? Yeah. They don't even yeah. know because it's all bullshit anyway to them. Like they don't mean yeah. it. They really care. To the, yeah, there's there's definitely that. I like what uh, Gary called them cosplayers. That's a great word. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, they he are. said that a couple on his nooner or whatever was. I think it was the nooner. It could have been the Inquisition. I can't remember. But he, he said uh, he called Christina Ariel, Justina Ireland. I get their names mixed up. Um, he said they're cosplayers, and I'm like, that's a perfect word. They are fucking cosplayers. My experience. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, that was it. No, I was just say just my experience in Hollywood is that people are more concerned with being in the group than anything. So it's like they don't really have like real convictions or integrity. They just sort of have like vanity and narcissism. Like they just whatever will get them in the group, they'll do and say. Yeah. And it's like it's not even new. You know what I mean? Hollywood's always been like that. It's like it's like you know if it was like the the beach blonde thing in the eighties and like whatever like grunge thing in the 90s like they'll just do whatever they're supposed to do to get in the cool kids club yeah and so this is what this is what they do that's why they some of them they don't even know what they're saying when they say it yeah oh real quick before we get too far i I gotta love the uh smash the like buttons because eric k started off with the uh smash that thumbs up like brie smashes her zucchini named feige and then (laughs) Which is awesome. That's part. That's hilarious. And Granicova then added uh smash the like button like Abby will smash Pedro's head in the uh T Louis series or the Last of Us series. So that yeah, smash the like button like those two things. And hey, I saw the likes go up, so you did. So that's fucking great. That's great. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, there is definitely a disingenuous vanity where they don't even know. They're just worried about their next project. That's another reason I brought up BLM. A lot of those people are in Hollywood or just really want their Hollywood deal. They want all this fight the power. Oh, yes. And I got my Hollywood deal out of it. I know I could be like Ta-Nehisi Coates. No, 100%. It's like people, their their tweets are like their resume. It's like, well, back in June, I put 14 tweets about how much I hated Trump. Uh, And uh, in July, I I 75 BLM tweets. And you you could see, like, you know what I mean? That's how how they're going to, like, interview for their next job is how politically active they were on Twitter. Yeah. Maybe I should infiltrate them. Be a body positive guy. Body positive. Uh, I used to have a fucking... uh, lip ring and a eye ring and just play it off on some I come up with one of those genders yeah. yeah they you could definitely get past like at least a few of the ranks because you're a black dude so like they would immediately be like well he's black whatever he says All yeah right. fuck trump yeah yeah they're like yeah 
Totally. <laughs> just totally sneak in to see you know what's really going on. Yeah. I might fuck around and go to an eyes wide shut party on accident or something. I oh, know, shit, right? Like, what did I do? <laughs> <laughs> it's some uh it's some scary shit. Yo, but we, you know it's funny, you were just talking about um we're talking about Thor, Lady Thor or whatever, yeah. and yeah. Titan, you know, being such a woke idiot and and I'll destroy like your what do you say? I'll destroy like your what? Yeah, I'll destroy your Oh, it was a stupid quote. It was like your lore or whatever he said. And it was yeah, like, I'm sure you'll lure in a minute or something like that. But you understand the only reason these things are profitable IPs is because there's been a there's been a fanhood of it for a really long time, a fandom for a long time. So like you basically told all the built-in fan base, the very fun, the very thing that makes this profitable, don't come and see this because it's not going to be what you want. That's but, something to not understand. Like we like this because of something that came previous. Just honor that. We and it like just honor like the value of the IP is because there's a built-in audience. Like you want you you can't build your audience from scratch. You can build your audience from scratch, but not with a thing that already exists. You fucking idiot. Like, and it's yeah. funny. I just watched his. Uh, I watched um, what we do in the shadows, the movie. Huh. Hilarious. Yeah. Awesome movie, funny concept, really creative, really clever. No intersectionality, no wokeness, nothing that was like tainted po politically, just a really good, funny comedy. And it's like, why do you go from that? Those are your roots. And now you're like, yeah, girls in Thor and chat, bitch. <laughs> why? And what girls do you think are going to watch Thor just because you did that? They're not. Because Natalie Portman is such a star. Right. Still? Nope. You if you you know what you would make more sense casting Cardi B as Thor, and I'm not even joking because <laughs> at least she has a popular fan base to bring in. I would go see Cardi B as Thor in a heartbeat. That you, would, you would literally if you're gonna do it, fucking do it. I mean, yeah, and then honestly, they were, I kind of like you know what that would actually be interesting. That would be. Awesome. I would pay. I would pay to see Cardi B as Thor. Dude, fucking I would actually that of her a big ass. Like that would be great. That would yeah, be it would bad. keep the rest of the cast the same. The, yeah, like and everyone and like like those those thespians from England like play it with no like they have yes. to act opposite Cardi B. No, <laughs> let her completely ad lib and then let them do the story just the same oh. and just. There's a brilliant movie we just gave Hollywood. Oh my god, I would watch that. I would go to the opening <laughs> night. Yes. It would make that's the movie to make. That's that would, the movie to make. That would be so great. I would love to yeah. see that. My cat uh just hopped up in like the green screen behind me. Yeah. Covering like a window. And he uh -oh. just like, hopped up in there and he's all like fucking acting <laughs> up. So if anyone uh -oh. noticed a big like shine behind <laughs> the me. The universe moving. Yeah, as Luke. Uh <laughs> to Luke. It would like it would be like I think we talked about this, but it sucks because they don't, you can't do like big swings like that in Hollywood or you can't, not they would do that, but it's yeah. like, you can't have like romps or fun anymore. Like everything needs to be serious. And it's like, we talked about that. Like, even when it's not like, even when they don't do like representation, like I'm suddenly aware of it. Yeah. I'm checking the boxes in my head now. Cause they just like infected my brain. That's what they want to do. They're, they're the Borg and they're eating all of our minds. Yeah, slowly but surely they're grading us down. That's why uh, Eric July says it's a lot about the culture thing because it's like they pushed, they've pushed that culture of 
you know, everything is intersectional. Everything is, oh, you don't want to be offensive to this group or that group. Or, oh, this is feminist. That's, that's, that's sexist. This woman wants to procreate. That's sexist. Women aren't supposed to want to procreate. Like, what are you doing? Like, because I'm talking about WandaVision, we were like, oh, man, is this sexist? No, it's not sexist. She's a damn wife who wants a husband. Who cares? Human, that's, a, lot of, a lot of women are like that. Like, a lot of men want wives. He, men and women like each other. This is maybe a shock. That's yeah. how humans get here. And then we're just yeah. breeders and seeders to the whatever intersectional group. But like, no, it's it's okay. It's okay to be straight. It's okay it's to be white. It's okay to be black. Like they feel that way in their own personal lives. But what they're but what they're projecting is not personal lives. They're talking about like what you should be doing with your life, not the way they live their life. They live their life perfect. You have a problem. Yes. It's always us. They know all our, our genius. Wonderful Hollywood uh, elite. They know all about what we should be doing and what, what we should think. Because mm-hmm. I see it in Hollywood all the time. I see these girls like, you know, like the woke chicks who are like constantly telling everyone how to think and what to think and this, that, and the other. They all date just like straight white guys. Like they don't, they're not, they're not that wild <laughs> with their voices. Like they're just, yeah. they're just girls, but they just say what you're supposed to say. You know, a yeah. lot of people are like that, man. Like, I got a buddy and I couldn't believe this. I was just like, really, dude? Like he, I don't know if I can get away with saying this word on YouTube, but like he would, whenever he was playing like an online video game, mm-hmm. uh, he would, and, and guys would say like the F word about gay yeah. people, you know, he yeah. would correct them. Like he would stop and like, dude, that's not cool. Don't say that. Da, 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 da. And I was like, you did. And then we would be hanging out and he would call me that. And I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck? Like, what are these principles you have? Like everyone else needs to change, or you can do whatever you want. Yeah, that's and that's hypocritical. But there's a lot of that. There's a lot of just lack of awareness, hypocriticalness in, in Hollywood, and it's gone to this like logical or not logical, but illogical limit. It seems. Hopefully, it's the limit, but it looks like it's just gonna get worse. Yeah, man. I feel like I feel just feel like we all need to kind of just leave leave like entertainment for a while, like TV and film, and kind of let that just die, and then then. It goes away and then it can become, it can resurge as something new and different and fun and interesting. Like the way comedy was like in the 90s, like it was so big yeah. and overblown in the 80s. And then it just basically had to go away for, you know, five, 10 years. And then once it came back, it was so fresh and interesting again. But we yeah. just needed a break. And I feel like we kind of need a break from TV and film. We absolutely. And we need to, they need to re earn our, our trust and our interest, really. They, I mean, because. As bad as things are because they're woke, they're also bad because they're bad too. Because Batwoman, yeah. you could make every character on that on that movie straight or on that show straight, it wouldn't make it any better. And that's it why it wouldn't even go to series if it had, if it, if if it was, you know, it was yeah. like someone said uh, early on, like like back. I think it was probably sentient dildo, but it was something that they use it. Yeah, uh, wokeness is just a shield for incompetent writers, actors, directors. Absolutely. So when their mor- moronic projects fail, they can blame the fans' tisms. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only reason we're getting a third season of Batwoman. That's the only reason. Yeah. In one of my first videos covering when uh, they hired uh, Javika Leslie, I said, hey, shout out to Javika Leslie. You're thicker than a snicker. You're cute. But they have done their job when they hired you. When they when they hired you, they said, we're done. We're, we, we're done with the whole show. We got a black woman. Problem I did, solved. I did want to point out, and I noticed this, and I'm like, well, that's not such a bad thing. I do appreciate that there's a lot more ass in Hollywood now. Now that they've yeah. gotten a little more woke, now that they've gone a little more diverse, there's there's a lot more booty on my screen. And I and I have to say, of all the things that come out of wokeness, 
I'm okay with that one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you gotta take the 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 good with the bad. It's every uh, bad. every rose has a star, and every uh, I forgot the rest of the song. But the, yeah, there's an actress on the Tick uh, who plays Lint, uh, uh-huh. and she's Puerto Rican, and she's got a, a booty. Oh wow! Woo. But she's yeah. not she's not much of a thought in her real life. Like she doesn't have like Instagram photos of her butt or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, I wish I wish you would. <laughs> I respect like, that you don't, but I wish you would. Damn it, being respectable in your real life. What the hell is this? You're an actress. <laughs> no, right. Regular girls aren't respectable. What the hell are you doing? Yeah, modesty, gross. Yeah. <laughs> Not 2005. Get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stay going like 1960s, 2005. Uh, Dildo says that uh, he, went, he went to the countryside and grew stuff for a year. Like, just tapped out of, like, society for a little yeah. while. Like, I feel like... Sometimes I feel like I need to live like such a dildo is talking about. Just go to the side of the mountain, grow some stuff, chill. Yeah, like I mean, I like I like doing this. You know, I like partaking in culture, I but I just feel shit. like maybe, maybe just taking some time away from film and television is like okay. Like read some books, you know, go read some comic yeah. books, go read some old novels, like whatever. Yeah. Like don't stress yourself out in this world all the time because it's just not worth it. Yeah, that's really my thing. That's why it's easy to get away from a lot of stuff. It's like, if you're going to be so intersectional that nothing you produce is worth watching or paying attention to, okay, I won't watch or pay attention to it. I don't need it. Yeah. I like it. Don't get me wrong. Like, I like film and television. It's what I spent most of my life learning how to do, but I can can live without it. Like, I absolutely can. Yeah. It's never been easier to live without it. Yeah. And it, it's it's almost stressful. Like you almost feel like a tension, like watching new stuff. Because either, either it's absent of woke stuff, which makes you kind of aware that it's woke, or it's there, which makes it impossible to watch. Or you're waiting for it to come, which is even worse. So it's like, yeah, because you can't even. Let's say you get through a good season of a show. Woo, that season was dope. I really love the show. Is the next season going to be good? Are they going to go woke later? Is it going to be good? Or, I mean, hell, it's about a boardwalk empire. That was one of the shows that made me just kind of like, huh, I don't really want to put myself into a show because it could fall off at the end. Yeah. And that could happen even without wokeness. Now you add that into it. It's like, I don't know if I want to invest my time. Yeah. I don't. And we talked about how they don't treat people who, well, they don't treat people who are fans of built in franchises well. So it's like, why become a fan of a franchise if I know at the end game it, it it may change. If it doesn't change, maybe come back later and they yell at me because I don't like it. Like this is too this is too hard. This is not <laughs> why I watch TV for. Just just entertain me. Or <laughs> you know, I could I'll watch. I'll fuck this. I fuck it. I watch Friends. Or fuck it. I watch Family Matters. Or fuck it. I watch Batman anime series. Or fuck it. I watch the Fresh Prince. Like, yeah. I, this is too hard. But that's because that's what I, that's what I end up doing all the time is just going back and watching the things that I already know work. I don't yeah. need to, like worry about like is the, is this going to be a show I like and then it's going to become intersectional or is it just you know is it going to fall off or or whatever like I already know that this is good you know I I know I can go back and watch uh, the Cornetto trilogy like I did this weekend you know yeah I I need to do that I've never still never seen World's End so I need to see that it was better than this time that I watched it it was better than I remembered because. I knew going in that Simon Pegg's character was un- like was the unlikable one. Yeah. So that made it easier to digest. It's still not nearly as good as the other two. Like 
not even close, but it's still like it's good. It still has those Edgar Wright isms and Simon Pegg and Nick Frost isms. Um, and I'll tell you what, dude, I do want you to see it because there's a strong theme in that movie that I was like, whoa, what are they going for there? So I, I kind of want you to check it out. Uh, yeah, I'll have to check it out. I got yeah. I need to take out pretty soon. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's like in the first one in Shaun of the Dead, there's kind of like everyone's zombies, and that's sort yeah. of the punchline. Because it's like at first he didn't notice that everyone had turned into zombies because it was so similar to the way life was before. And it's like, yeah. ah, that's funny. And then in Hot Fuzz, like the villain is is the uh like the town where it's like so important to maintain the status of this town and therefore kind of like the group that supports the town you know like that they'll they'll do anything to maintain the status quo of that group and then in world's end they go a step further with that idea and i'm like this is pretty punk like this is pretty anti-conformity you know like like free thinking kind of principles I think like that was my interpretation. Yeah, huh? So, yeah, that makes you really want to watch it because you watched it back to back, so you got the like vibe of all of them together. Yeah, huh. I went in a really weird order actually because I went, I went World's End, Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz. I see, which was huh. kind of like ascending order of quality. Uh, you said ascending. See, oh, because you think, yeah, see, yeah, you think Shaun of the Dead is the best. I like Shaun of the Dead. I just really love Hot Fuzz. That movie is so much fun. I think I realized that Hot Fuzz is the better movie. Yeah, like, like they're both they're both so excellent. But I just maybe from like an arc point of view or like a structure point of view or pacing, like I just think Hot Fuzz is so excellent. And I was yeah. like, shit. I think Drinker and Mahler are right. I think it is the better movie. I I, I do. I've always thought that Hot Fuzz was the better of the two. And I never, like I said, I didn't see World's End, but I thought it was the better of the two. Uh, I want to answer something. I think it was Grant Akuma. He said uh, Boardwalk was good. Yeah, it was good. The first three seasons are cool, but like towards the end of the third season and then into the fourth and fifth, it just really falls apart. Oh, and yeah. It's really. Uh, we talked about a little bit, I don't know if it was earlier off screen, where we talked about it getting a little just kind of like out there and off of the original premise. And outside of that, Literally every character that wasn't real met like a terrible fate, and it was just stupid. And then Nucky Thompson just became a complete cuck at the end for no reason. There were characters that just became that they, they, they just changed at the end of the se- series for no reason. They just all became cucks. It was just stupid. Yeah, I I don't know what that show was about because I, I I enjoyed it, or at least I think I enjoyed the idea much more than I enjoyed the execution. Yeah. Like, I really was hoping it was going to be like the Goodfellas of like Prohibition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it just it just wasn't like it just had a weird tone out the gate for me. And then it was it just wasn't grounded in reality. And I was like, oh, well, this is I guess this is fine, but it's not amazing. I was expecting it to be amazing. And it was it was pretty. But then I feel like they did a lot of like storylines that were like complete asides that went nowhere. Tons of asides. Tons right. of a, like the fucking uh, like the, spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't seen Boardwalk Empire, but the the mother yeah. went crazy. Then. Yeah, that, like the way they did that storyline was raw. Uh, but it was just like that whole she had a whole arc that completed and ended, but never interacted with the main arc after a certain point. Right, 
there were a lot of characters like that. Like their arc would just split off and we're yeah. just following this arc and it, it will never re-intersect. Like Nucky's girlfriend or whatever. Like the yeah. Irish, like she did all these little side quests that had nothing to do with the main story. And it's like I don't care about her and buying bread at the bakery and like like what yeah. is going on here? Yeah, at least with the one agent, he ended up back in the story because he ended up involved with Chicago, which was kind of cool how they brought him back into the story because he was like, but even then that whole that we talk about implausible. Holy shit, was his arc implausible? Every part of his arc made just no sense after after the first season was just like I like the actor a lot. Uh he was actually a guy who oh. plays hot. The, the yeah, yeah. Nation Nelson Van Holden, uh, Michael Shannon died. Yeah, and yeah. like they brought him back into the fold because he, I think he kills somebody and he goes undercover, and then his undercover self gets involved with the damn mob in Chicago. So that's how he kind of comes back in. His right. art does reintersect, but but it just felt even, like making up shit. Yes, that's exactly what it felt like. Yeah, that's exactly what it felt like. Yeah, it's it's just I don't know. I don't find stuff like that that interesting. Like and, and Grinakuma's talking about all the old HBO stuff like uh Oz the Wire, Deadwood, the Sopranos. It's like, yeah, like all those stories had like like they had character moments where you know you're you're staying with one character, but it had something to do with the bigger story. Yes. It was all going somewhere, and it was all, all like even if it went on an aside for a little while, it was still entwined with the main plot. It wasn't just some random story for like three episodes. Yeah. And I mean, the wire is almost the opposite because there really is no main character, but they're able to intersect the plot so well. Yeah. It's like one so, main story that kind of involves everybody. Yeah. 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 So I would say the wire does did that the opposite way, which was better. You know, everything ties up and everything come, you know, Everything has a purpose where, you know, there were certain things. They were like, all right, we just have a storyline and we're going to tell along with the main storyline. And there's no, this doesn't mean anything, but it's just another storyline. And that's one of the bravest shows I've ever seen because they refuse to moralize. Yes. They refuse to tell the audience how to think or what to process or what, you know, who was good, who was bad. They just showed it as they saw it. Yeah. And that was, I think, the most powerful part about the whole thing because you were just like, damn, that's brutal. But then, damn, so is that like you'd see like inside some of these like inner city like families, and you're like, Jesus Christ, you're you are you're berating your kid to go out and sell drugs when he's 12. Yeah, that shit yeah. is brutal. Brutal. And then uh, inside the police department, you see like all this horrible corruption, like them just not wanting to have the murders because they don't want to look bad and all this stuff. And you're like, Jesus Christ, yeah. like it's just so it's just so rough. But it's what makes it I, such a brilliant show is that it's not trying to preach. It's not trying to pick a side or point fingers. It's just like this is what it is. Yeah. And it's super grounded. Uh-huh. It's beyond grounded. It feels like a documentary almost. Yeah. Um, so yeah, oh the cat, Luke. Shout out to Luke. Oh, yeah, <laughs> just tell him, Luke, I am your father. No, sorry, I had to. Yeah, we no, it, it was a documentary kind of like documentary style because the guy um, David Simon, who yes, is David Simon. creator, him and this guy Ed Burns, they had both spent uh, fifteen years respect each, I think, as a as a beat reporter and a cop in Baltimore, respectively, and that's yeah. why, that's why it's so authentic. Yeah, and I remember is David Simon the writer? Yeah. Okay, he has a quote 
and I can't remember specifically, but it's about how the internet is going to ruin journalism because it, the death of all of these papers allows public corruption to go on completely unchecked. Wow. And the death and the buying up of and like the destruction of all these local papers, there's no one to go and do the boring reporting anymore. Everything's about the sensationalism and everything's about the big story. And wow. no one's going to look at the local alderman to see what's going on. I'm like, oh, shit, you're right. Talk about an exozone angle on the corruption of media. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so. He's been proven right. I can't remember when he gave that quote. It was a, it was a few. It was a while ago. I don't know about a few years ago. It was a little bit of time. Look at this. Rajesh Taylor's coming in with some news. Yeah. Geeks and gamers just posted the Oscar channel. Oscars channel hid the dislike ratio. On, I imagine he means Kathleen Kennedy's video. It yeah. Had over ten thousand dislikes from forty thousand views. <laughs> so wait, the Oscars like the Oscar Oscars Academy Award Oscars? Yeah. That's so they had like a. A video with a uh, Kathleen Kennedy. I, like, why would you do? There's nobody who doesn't know how Kathleen Kennedy has felt. Who, who they, thought they don't care about what we think. That's the thing. Like, the, if if she's hated, it's because we're all whatevers. You know what I mean? Like, they don't care. Three hundred million whatevers. Like, at what point do you say wait? Because Kathleen Kennedy is not somebody who's politically like. I don't think the left like her. I think they say, "Hey, you fucked up Star Wars." <laughs> because I don't think but even don't the left anything wrong with it. Like it, I really can't overstate how much of a bubble this place is. Because like when when the Last Jedi was pop, it was like on. Like everyone here thought it was fucking great. You know, like Sheesh, oh. Yeah. Follows the hero's journey, and like I got into an argument with a girl that like like a teacher of mine who's brilliant, but she was yeah. like, you know, I don't know what your problem is. I'm like, well, Mark Hamill doesn't like it, so if he doesn't like it, I don't like it. And she's yeah. just like me, me, and she's just like, it's like they don't have a problem with all this stuff. They have a problem that you have a problem with it, but to them, it's all yeah. great. They love it. They want more representation, more wokeness, more propaganda. The only reason it's stopping, or at least it's like there's there's a hiccup in the system, is because a we bitch and moan about it, and b people don't spend spend money to see it. And I hope people continue to not see, spend money to see it. I talk about uh, talk about how my mom hates intersectionality. She just doesn't know it. Right. Like it doesn't connect. The future is female, you bigots. That's yep. the thing. My mom's a female, at least you know according to as far as I know, and <laughs> she hated the equalizer uh with queen latifah despite loving uh the denzel version of the equalizer and queen latifah like so yeah. she should have liked it yeah it didn't work she is the audience they had in mind yes she's a, she's the exact target audience the exact target audience and they yeah. failed and that equalizer thing is just like you talk about how they can't woke right like Anybody with logic, and how did that get greenlit as is? I absolutely understand, and it actually would even encourage it's kind of CBS's gimmick to take a celebrity that you haven't seen for a while, whether it's an LL Cool J, a Chris O'Donnell, or whatever, then put them in a, a, a cop or a you know, cop drama or like a procedural show, something like that. So, okay, I can see her being you know, the head of a little uh, strike force, and that would make sense, but no. <laughs> You the sequelizer. You want this 50-year-old woman who's out of shape, who has been out of shape her entire life yeah. to be this active role. It's like, are you trying to embarrass her? Why what are you doing? What are you doing? Like this well, is You know what? I think it would be the kind of thing where it's like cancel culture isn't just 
you know, for public figures, if you had like, you know, some executive who doesn't want to green light something like that. Oh, well, this executive is racist and that could spread throughout the back channels of Hollywood just as much as the front. But you and I, T Y is unity. Shout out to the central deal though. Um, but that's the thing. We, if I could, I would green light Queen Latifah in the show. I'm just gonna make sure she's in a position. She's the lead. She's the head. She gets to do her little one-liners. But she has a team of people who are doing the physical, kicking down doors and action shit. Like that's just basic. It just needs to fall apart because I know you're right, but. I understand, like, it's like, if you were to address stuff like that, like, that would be met with conflict by somebody. Someone in <sighs> the writer's room, someone in some department, like, eventually it would be pushed back on because it's like, so it's like, basically, we need to just give these people the keys and be like, you're in charge, go make money. And when they just destroy these companies, we're like, Absolutely. okay, we'll take the keys back now. You can go back into your little, yeah. like, cave of everyone's racist and sexist and then we'll just go back to living a normal life without you troll people i think you're 100 percent right i had like the doctor uh, strange avatar for a little bit and was doing like the vigilante ways and gives them the time stone in that same vein like let them let them ruin everything let yeah. them you know Biden just ruined sports at the first day in yes oh, keep doing the wokest craziest shit so that's the only way it can happen Ruin it, collapse it all, because then then we can finally have it back. Um, I wanted to point something that uh, sent you dildo a chat that he mentioned. Uh, did you guys watch Generation Kill by Simon? He means David Simon. It's great. It is great. Have you ever I've seen that? Seen. No, I've not. Dude, it is so fucking good. It's, it's a, a show or movie. It's a mini series. Okay. I don't know why it didn't get more acclaim. It's so brilliant. It's about the first wave of Marines that uh, like invade Iraq. You know, uh -huh. like, essentially like the first like action, like all these Humvees. And there was a reporter from Rolling Stone uh, who was uh, in the in one of the Humvees with him. And it's really funny because they all bust his balls for being like a peace loving hippie and all this shit. It's hilarious. Yeah. And, but he was actually there. And so he was going to write an article for Rolling Stone about it. And he ended up turning it into a book called Generation Kill. And that's what they based the show on. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's something like I would check out. Dude, it's so the language in that show. I mean, you were either in or out because, like, in the first like five minutes, they're like, though you cannot believe the gratuitous sexual, gratuitous race, gratuitous. Like, it's so disgusting the way these Marines talk. Like, yeah. if you're not in, you are definitely out. Like, yeah, but I mean, that's that's, that's fine. That's oh, it's cool. awesome. No, it's so awesome. Great Akuma. Yeah, it's it's so good. It's great. I'm not, I'm not, I'm just saying, like, for anyone who's got like delicate sensibilities, yeah, like, they're they're like right out the gate. They're like they have this picture. I don't even I don't want to spoil any of it, but it's, it's yeah, don't spoil it. I won't check this out. Is it is it uh, no, we just talk about streaming. So is it streaming anywhere? Do you know? HBO Max. HBO Max. Okay, I'll, I'll check that out. Yeah. Um you know, it's funny you mentioned like vulgar stuff. I was just thinking about a movie that I don't think they've canceled yet, and I hope they don't. Uh, The Departed, which is a, is a great film. I love that. It's one of my favorite movies. And I was thinking of like the opening scene with Jack, and he uses the N word. Mm. And I would, even though I would be so angry if they took that scene out because I it sets his character up. Yeah. And even the thing he says is kind of true. He's like, these N words never learn. You got to take things. You can't ask for them. I'm like, I kind of get this. The black chappies. Um, yeah. 
And this is like, he's just such an asshole. But it's like, I don't want, I was thinking about cancel culture, how they like cancel things. And so far, I don't think that's been canceled. I'm like, please don't cancel that. I don't know that they can. Like, I think they think they can, but yeah. I don't think they really can. Like, you can't, like, can you go back to the Goodfellas scene and take out the thing where she's like, she says, talk about Sammy Davis Jr. She's like, oh, you could see how a white girl could fall for him. And yeah, then, yeah, yeah. What? And she goes, oh, no, I don't mean me, like someone else. Oh, really? <laughs> she's like, oh. In other words, you condone that sort of thing. And she's yeah. like, I don't know. It's just that, that whole scene. So, like, I don't know. Like, can they take out stuff like that, like, from movies? And how, like, But, like, yeah, they, they lose their character. It's like they eventually they have to realize we do live in a free country and that we don't have to buy your propaganda. And we you will lose us forever if you if you keep pushing. Yeah. So they, I don't know. They, seem, they might. They seem to be oblivious to that. I've joked and I don't know if I'm joking. They'll eventually uh, me too, Martin Luther King, because he had a uh, I think. <laughs> I think they'll meet to Martin Luther King and Kennedy one day because they both like the ladies and they'll spin that around. I don't think so. I mean, may, you know, it depends on how far it goes. It's like the power structure yeah. that exists now will never do that because they know that those are like their folk heroes. So yeah. they can't destroy their own legacy of folk heroes. You know, they have to keep that going. But if you let like some like angry pink haired girl on Twitter, like just run everything, she 100% would. Yeah, I, and what really made me say that was Abraham Lincoln. Now he's a racist. Yeah. If, if that can happen, Isn't you know that? what I mean? What's stopping them? There's nothing to stop that. If Abraham Lincoln is a racist for freeing slaves, no. I mean, I hope. Well, because you know what that is, though? Like, that's it's the same thing. It's like they're never wrong. Like, the SJWs are never wrong about anything. So it's like they're destroying all these statues. And there's like the one where it's like they destroyed a statue of Lincoln. It's like, well, did you know? Actually, he was really bad to the Native Americans. So it's okay that we destroyed a statue of like the greatest president we've ever had. It's just like, it's just they're never, it's like arguing with a woman. Like, she's never wrong. And like, that's what the SJWs are. Like, there's just never a where the where you're like oh that's a good point yeah I, I am acting like an asshole like it's just nope double down double down double down yeah you hit on something that may be uh maybe spicy to the sjw type but there, there is a feminine element to the way they act they oh 100 they're it's very feminine they're, they're very much like bitches the chat is going off and i'm trying to read through the mask I'm oh, to yeah? off screen please don't let me uh no, yeah, uh, no, there 100 is, and you know, um, what's it? Uh, Ryan Long talks about that a lot, and he talks a lot. Oh, about yeah, you better buy the Sopranos, brother. Grin, you, if you oh. if you want the Sopranos to be safe, because HBO Max they did some censoring. They censored uh, point was it Gone with the Wind? Gone with the Wind. So and then they had like a uh, like a disclaimer that they put in on it. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. I mean, yeah, you know what. Yeah, I don't know. I because it's like these companies have shareholders. So if they keep destroying every profitable decision that they make, like their their stock will go down. The value of their company will go down. How long are the people that run these companies gonna let that continue to happen? Well, um Luke, Jesus. It just depends. Uh oh, Luke's messing with the, with yeah, the, using the force. He wants to be a star. He used to make ah, geez, buddy. He used to he used to make cameos in all my videos, but recently. <laughs> Not so much, but now he's moving the the lat. Oh, Luke. Luke. Uh, yeah, uh -oh. I don't know. It's 
where does it stop? That's a good question. That's what I've been wondering for because it should have by the rules of supply and demand, the rules of business, it should be done. It should, we should already be done yeah. because it's been established. This is not profitable. This is not Ooh. what people want. Time and again. And so it's like, okay, that's why people go exozone. Like, is this stuff being shadow funded where people are saying, hey, it doesn't matter if you lose here, here, here's a little, you know, extra. And I talked about Disney stock, who, which is up year over year, despite having the worst year they had in 40 years financially, but they fired enough employees to, to cook the books enough to make it work. And yeah, I, I would tend to think exozone because it's just like, who does this benefit? Yeah. Why is this something that continues despite it being proven it doesn't work? Yeah, despite it being such a weight, a massive waste of money. Waste of money uh, alienates audiences, destroys fan bases, unprofitable pro like IPs. I just can't see how anyone who's a professional in the entertainment industry is like, yeah, keep going with this. Obviously. And, and again, like I brought up the equalizer. If you have to woke. Why don't you at least say, you know what? Let's be logical. Let's try to make this. Let's still try to make money. You could have made an equalizer property with Queen Latifah that would have still made money. But they said, no, let's give this 50-year-old woman a heart attack by making her run. It's just like, it's this need to push. Because like, you're right. You're right. If somebody would say, well, she's 50 and she's a woman. Like, what are you saying? You would have a 50-year-old man. Why can't she do it? Okay. I, I think ultimately it's that they they... It's not really about what they claim it's about. It's about blood. And it's about like their pound of flesh, like the Merchant of Venice. You know what I mean? Like they say it's about justice, but it really isn't. Like they just want to stick it in and break it off because that they feel they have been wronged and they've been, there's a system in play that's wronged them. And so that they, they like, it's never going to satiate that monster. Cause it's like, if they just wanted representation, they, they would have been totally happy with the way the expanse did it for years and years and years. But then even the expanse had to go an extra step further and just make it about all this shit. It wasn't about that. And it's just like, there it's never enough. They're not like, they're not satisfied. They're not going to like, okay, I guess I'll go back and have a happy life now that there's like a black yeah. woman in front of the show. It's like, no, now we need more trans stuff. Now we need more this, that. Now we need to get rid of this person. And get it's like, it's never enough. Yeah. Stick it and break it off. That's that's their whole that's their whole philosophy. Yeah. And Grant Akuma, and it, uh, Grant Akuma is bringing up Dave Chappelle. I didn't know that he got attacked. Or, you know, I'm so awful with uh, social media. I guess he got attacked. Like, they're being happy that he got the coof. I didn't, I didn't know that. That's That's fucked up. Um, yeah, he is a staunch Democrat and one of the best comedians of all time. I get it. And, and he yeah, the black. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, just, just reading the rest of the comment, the black white supremacist uh, sketch, which is uh, obviously pretty famous. Hilarious. And also, and, like, if you care about that kind of thing, it's really important because what it does is it just. It illustrates how much of the that is just simply perception. Yeah, and honestly, to kind of piggyback that sketch is is kind of what we're talking about. The whole, the end, and it's funny. He's like, oh, he he divorced his wife because she was an n word lover or whatever. It's, yeah, funny, it's funny, but it shows how strong his ideological was, his ideology was, and his character. Like, even though he is himself black, his ideology is so strong that he doesn't know what to do with it. And that's the and it's built on nothing real. It's yeah. simply his perception of the world around him. It's not accurate. He's black, but he yeah. doesn't know. Like it's like, so. It's like he's just been programmed wrong. So that's it. It's literally just perception. That's the whole punchline. 
which yeah. is that's an amazing sketch. It is. Because it's like it ultimately it's bringing people together. Yeah. And it's really about somebody who is so radicalized in their thinking that even reality doesn't stop them. And that's exactly yeah. what we're talking about. Yeah. And it goes in both directions. And like, you know, it's I, I, that's the type of shit he used to bring people together. And I used to love that about him. You know, like he cut through. And that's why I really thought I think it's called Sticks and Stones. Like his most recent special yeah, yeah, yeah. was the greatest comedy special I've ever seen in my life because hmm. he managed to represent so many different points of view and say things that you're not supposed to say in, a, yeah. in the most elegant way of acknowledging the other side of the argument, but also then getting his point across. And it was, yeah. it was just so inviting from an audience perspective, because even if you didn't agree with him, he acknowledged that that thinking is out there and it was so funny and it was just so like disarming and, and a really incredible special. And like very few people can do that, that elegantly. Yeah, a lot of people. Uh, he is one of the greatest comedians of all time for a reason. He he's really good at what he does, and you know I want to kind of piggyback off one point uh, as far as them going at Dave Chappelle, which I didn't know. I don't see anything about that, by the way. I've I'm, I don't see anything at least recently. Like I've Googled it. I don't know if that happened like back like you know a few months ago or whatever. But in in the news, there's nothing. Okay. About him. Okay, well that's good. But I know they've gone at they've gone at Dave Chappelle for stuff he said, and you know somebody said you need to cash in your black, uh, black privilege chips or whatever. But like, if you're a straight, free thinking black male, you're like the enemy of the world. I mean, <laughs> look what they did to Ice Cube. Look what they did to uh, look what they do to Ripper every fucking day. If you guys follow Young Ripper, there's always some white leftist screaming at him. Um, so yeah, that, that's not. You know, I unfortunately I'm not victimized enough, or I don't have enough of a victim mentality, despite being like a a, a black kid from Detroit who was born to a single mother. Like, I'm still not enough of a victim to get those chips. <laughs> well, so, it doesn't matter. It's like all you have to do is parrot what they say. That's all they care about. They don't give a yeah. shit. About actual victim stats like they, they, it's what they say about women they do the same thing until you're like a conservative woman then suddenly nothing you say do or think matters yeah 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 nothing to do with the actual identity they just weaponize that shit yeah they, that's all they do i think a lot more people are starting to wake up but yeah they weaponize identity that's exactly what it is yes i love that quote i think it's uh he said that the worst thing in the western entire western hemisphere no it's dangerous thing so yeah the, the white person is calling itself a liberal is the most dangerous thing in the entire western hemisphere. 100% right yeah. There's an argument to be made that like democratic policies for black people has set them back since the 60s. Yeah, all these fucking books. That's what uh, uh, Thomas Sowell. That's all he damn near talks about is that. Uh, there's a book, and I actually, I, I wish I could find the page. It's not necessarily do with black people, uh, but it has to do at least with poor neighborhoods. Yeah. I can't find the page. It'll take me too long. You know, but the there's lots of strong arguments to be made, like, yeah. in of that. And that whole book that I just grabbed, the uh, charter schools and their enemies, is focused on these um, these charter schools in very poor neighborhoods that are outperforming schools in general in the state of New York. So you you can take this school that's a very poor school as far as the demographics of the people that are going there because they're a charter school and because the teachers care because our public school system also has a huge uh, huge impact on what's what's happened to the black community this, this indoctrination camp um but you, you could take in these a lot of these teachers don't care um 
Nas talked about uh, still mad. They were paid just to show up and leave. No one to see. That's a real thing. And he's nothing teachers. But then you take teachers in a charter school who do care and they could be in the exact same building as a public school and outperform them as far as test scores. And again, some of these schools were outperforming well to do um, districts in New York, like rich. You think about New York, you know, some of the richest houses, richest communities that exist in certain parts of the state. And this poor neighborhood, I think it was in the Bronx. I want to say the Bronx. Excuse me if I got that wrong. Um, but it's poor. This charter school in, in the Bronx with a bunch of poor kids, black and Latin kids outperformed them test scores just because they weren't a public school. So it's just this stuff. As far as I think the black community was sabotaged by the state. I genuinely do. Um, and I have nothing but evidence on my side. And yeah. that's the thing that really bothers me. And so that, that's what makes it so sick when you have these, these liberal uh, assholes who are trying to push for more of the thing that, that fucked everything up. More liberal, like more dependency on the government, more, more, more. And it's it's a problem. It's probably with the leftists because they don't care about results. No, you can just take results and like, okay, well, that didn't work. Like, let's they don't care. It's yeah. about ideology, and that's all that matters. Bigger state, more this, more that, and they just they grow like like the blob, and 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 results be damned. Society, yeah. be damned. we're right, and we know it, and there's no discussion. Yeah. Yeah, and that's that's how that's why we get the TV shows that we get it's the same thing. Real quick, I just want to, there's something going on in the chat. Grin Akuma, yeah, oh. you're right, buddy. You're right. Don't listen to Sentient Dildo. The Expanse ain't woke. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. You are right, Sentient. You are right, Grin. I love you, Dildo. You're hilarious, but you're wrong about this one. Um, but I just saw, I saw them going back and forth in the chat, and I wanted to just get on Grin's side because he's yeah. right. And apparently, Yellow Flash put out a video about it today. Mm, might be checking that out. Might be checking that yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta check about out. that. That's dope. Yeah, it's it's a wild thing, man. And it's like I I don't know. I get like exhausted sometimes just thinking about like the way those people think. Yeah, it is. It is very exhausting. And I was thinking about I, the thing I've been thinking about is how does this end? Like, at what point do we get good pop culture? Is it going to take Commons Gate for, for film? Is it going to just take, like, hey, we're not going to get anything good for Hollywood where we'll have to make it ourselves? Yeah, it's 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 a I mean, it makes sense. I mean, who knows with the whole Gina thing? Maybe that is the beginning of that you know it's just it's really expensive to make television and film and if you don't have distribution on top of that it's like it's a real it's a really difficult endeavor but it could happen i mean i think it also it could change maybe we could change the way we view stuff maybe there'll be this new thing we didn't expect maybe it'll be web series maybe it'll be something different i don't know but it, yeah i would like to see it be different i mean i would definitely like to have a different outlet for film and television where like I felt like what I was watching would be more akin to the things that came before, you know, the, the 2010s, like when it was just tell the best story, yeah. you know, do your best to make an interesting story. And, and you know, if the biggest mistake you're going to make is you're trying to appeal to too many people, but trying to everything just being political and there's such snakes. They always try to sneak it by. Like, we're not going to yeah. know. We're not going to pick they're up getting worse. They're, they're getting too ham fisted about things. 100%. I think what they were talking about, uh, sorry, whomever was talking about the uh, yellow flash 
video. It wasn't about the expanse. It was about the Chappelle thing. Oh. Yeah, it's only three minutes long. Do you want to watch it? Yeah. I mean, hopefully he doesn't strike us. Yeah, I hope not, right? I mean, he's a fellow YouTuber. I, I you know, if he doesn't, I'll apologize. I don't know. But uh, Hollywood seems to want nowadays, and it's not the most positive audience that you could probably wish to have. Uh, this is the same people that Lucasfilm caters for. They outright admit it in the recent Hollywood Reporter article that I highlighted in a previous video today. A very, very toxic bunch. And this they is crazy. Some really questionable things, yeah. particularly with this unfortunate circumstance that happened to Dave Chappelle recently. So if you didn't know, Dave Chappelle recently was diagnosed with the COOF, and he did get over it, and he's fine now. And most people do. Would you be surprised to learn that when he came down with this with this sickness, uh, people were hoping that the worst would happen to him, and they were, in fact, celebrating. I'm sure that's shocking nobody, but this is the reality that we live in now, where people will actively celebrate this kind of stuff. Remember when Kobe Bryant passed away last year and people were talking yeah. things that happened to him? Yeah. Uh, he was still with us. It's it's really strange. And he was cleared for it, by the way. He was fucking cleared. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to watch too much of that video just because it's like, it's really just kind of his thoughts. It's not really. Yeah. But uh, you know, if you guys want to go check that out, go over to Yellow Flash's channel and give him yeah, yeah. Yeah, I understand because it's just kind of a take. Yeah, it's not really awesome. recording. So I don't want to just, you know, I thought it was more like if it was more news or whatever. Yeah. Um, I hadn't heard about the story at all. So, yeah. Uh, thank you guys for letting us know what, what happened. Um, uh, you know what? It might be he got his stuff back on Netflix. Uh, I just saw like the other day, mm -hmm. like from all, from wherever it was on HBO. Uh, so I think maybe, maybe like this could be backlash to that. You know, someone pissed off. Who knows? Who knows? But. Like kind of Yellow Flash's point, uh, the Kobe thing, there were people who were mad about, you know, they wanted to, if they really read the story of what happened in Denver, they would realize it's actually a proto Me Too, the proto false accusation thing. 100%. Because that was proven that she had way too many uh, fluids. We all, we already talked about semen. She had a lot of other guys' semen. Did um, you really? I didn't know that. Yeah. That was the, that was the, actually, I, I found out the Dave Chappelle sketch, I believe. I think it was like six or seven different guys. See, it was it was a lot. Six or seven? Yeah. She was getting around. Wait, wow. I would have yeah, it was something crazy like that. See, it's like it's so fucked up that there's no repercussion when people do shit like that. Like it just becomes it's like this anonymous person, you know what I mean? There's no like negative re like you ruin this yeah, guy. We don't even know her name. Here. Yeah, I don't even know her name. I don't know what she looks like. I know I saw her I from behind either. once, you know, like yeah. I thought you looked kind of frumpy too. I was like Kobe. I don't know. Yeah, to me, but, like you, yeah, that's probably what it was. Kobe, we probably looked out, looked out his hotel room. Like I'm in Denver. I don't fit. There's no Tinder in 2004. Hey, you're a kid, cute. Come on here. I'm Kobe Bryant. Yeah, I mean, yeah, who knows? Like, he might have fucked her, but it's just so like, yeah, probably. You know, I got into a situation one time when I was in high school or just out of high school, and uh, yeah. I was at this party. 
And I don't know what happened with this girl. I just started like we just we're both drunk and it happened real fast where we were just making out and like in in like then we went to the bedroom and she just then like all of a sudden just got up and left. And I was like, that was fucking weird. Yeah. What the there. So then but the next day, all of a sudden, like this girl's like, hey, you know, starts she like, I can't believe you did that. I was like, what are you fucking talking about? She's like, Do you, you know, rape that girl? And I was like, I did what? She's just what? like, and it was just, I guess this girl just started telling people that that happened. And I was like, fuck. And how do you defend yourself? How do you say that guy didn't? Like, it's like, they're like, well, that's what you would say. And it's like, Jesus Christ, I cannot believe I'm being accused of this right now. And so yeah. you're, you're, you're terrified, but it's like, it could be that same kind of thing where she just felt like, like a slut, like felt gross. Yeah. Like, oh, actually, what happened was, although yeah, that's probably exactly, yeah, that's probably exactly what happened. Yeah. Because again, there were seven different guys. And you probably felt like, oh, dirty. Right. And it was, oh, well, I'll blame Kobe because he's one of them. Yeah. And I'll get some money out of it too. Yeah. Yeah. And they probably treated her like shit. You know, they probably like just treated her like absolutely just kicked her out. And she's just like, oh, I'll show them. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Uh, no sentient dildo. No. No, yeah, no, I saw you guys go back and forth. I made my case. It's pretty solid. I don't feel I, I like that you're holding. I wish I was like you. I wish I could hold out like hold like hold out like optimism like that. You know, that would be nice. I just no, no, my spirit is broken. My spirit is broken. Hollywood has has killed it. So anytime I see it, I'm like, no, no. Yeah. And, and um, that's kind of my thought about Hollywood in general. Is like, no, I'm I'm just I'm tired. I'm done. I, I got there's so much stuff to do there's so much stuff to do i will never watch every movie ever made that already has already existed so there's i don't really need you to make any more new stuff at all there's twitch there's twitch there's youtube there's video games you have been replaced you replaced yourself you replaced you kept, yourself you kept making garbage to the point where it's like eh, i don't need this i wish i just wish that's the thing like i just wish like they would go back to like they would respect the audience like they would just make things that we like want to watch that we like it, it, that that's the thing that gets me it's like i'm not saying i'm done with film and television i don't want to be done with that i love film and television i want it to be good but i'm not going to subject myself to this shit if you don't respect me you know if if everything i think and every single american who doesn't think like you and every worldwide people don't share your like your programming you know, then, then yeah, yeah, then I'm definitely out. Yeah. But have a little respect for the people that you make things for, you know, like you'd want to be treated. It's just fucking empathy. Is empathy that hard? Yes. <laughs> empathy is incredibly hard. That's why apologies don't matter. Right. There's no empathy. These are, these are sociopathic people or people who have been converted into sociopaths by the fucking culture of wokeness. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's like the programming, and it's just that's all that matters is just think this. Did you hear about uh, FKA Twigs' story? Uh, I only vaguely know who she is. What happened with her? Singer. She's singer, dancer. She has a really unique look and unique style. She's yeah. got a cool. My buddy turned me on to her years ago. Yeah. Did she date Kyrie Irving? I don't know, but I, I do know. She may have. She dated um, uh, Shia LaBeouf. Okay. Oh. Yeah, and has filed a lawsuit against him. I did hear that. He's accusing uh, her former boyfriend of sexual battery, assault, and infliction of emotional distress. Sheesh. Yeah. 
It's a miracle quote. It's a miracle that I came out alive. Damn, son. That's pretty pretty radical indictment there. Jeez. I hope it's not true for his sake and for her sake and for everyone. I mean, that sounds crazy. I don't know anything about this particular situation. I, and it, you I know, don't either. Who knows? But I will but yeah. say that motherfucker has a history of being mentally unstable. He absolutely does. So it, it very well be true. I'm not saying that to disparage it. You just don't want to hear that type of thing at all. Um, yeah. That's, yeah, that's pretty fucked up. That's some pretty wild shit, man. It's because I mean, like he he was getting into like fist fights with just random strangers in bars yeah. and getting his ass kicked. Um, yeah. But he, yeah, he seems like he's got some mental issues. So that's yeah. still did it. It just means mm, it seems in line with the behavior patterns I've witnessed. Yeah, yeah, it does. Just do it. <laughs> Don't do it. Session Dildo says serves the right for being with that idiot. Yeah, just kidding. Just kidding. I mean, to be uh, fair, Indiana Jones was really bad. So it was very bad, and he hasn't really been that good. Well, what was that one movie? Not uh, Eagle Eye. That was okay. I liked him in. Um, I mean, I liked the movie more than I liked him in it, but I really had that, that movie Fury, the Fury. David the World War Two movie with uh, Brad Pitt. Uh-huh. And, and I do remember. I thought that was Maybe. good. Okay, he was good. He's very intense. You know, he's very intense in that. As Just well. do it. Oh right. Yes, sentient dildo reminds me. Oh, reminds Remember that madness. Yeah. Oh my God, he lost his shit. Yeah. That was so funny. Yeah. That, that was one of the best internet trolls ever. Was he puts that he puts that thing a camera yeah like, eternal torch in a field somewhere just pointing up and be like you will not divide us and the reddit people figured yes. out based on like patterns of planes in the sky where it was and they went and got the camera that's the craziest thing that they were able to do that is like well reddit should be able to solve every problem we have in humanity <laughs> that they were able to organize and basically act as an intelligence organization Oh, so good. In order to get that damn uh, flag and camera for Chan. Okay. A Chan for, I don't, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I think it's, oh. Uh, yeah. Oh, my God. It was so funny. That was one of the best oh, things. Yeah, the historian part, yeah. Because <sighs> he was so angry. And, like, it was almost more like, oh, dude, like, what are you doing? Like, calm down. Like, yeah. you, you hate them. It's like, you just seem so emotionally unstable. <laughs> He's very emotionally unstable. Yeah, oh, it's, it's nuts. It's fucking nuts. Just do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's nuts. See, that's that's just sounds like a sad situation. But Sentient Dildo has an interesting comment about something we were talking about earlier. I absolutely I saw that comment. Will not put that in the on the video, but it's yeah, uh, it's a pretty intense story. <laughs> Sentient Dildo. Uh, yeah. Take it easy. Yeah, that, but, uh, that'll go well with the top video. I understand this this sentiment. Yeah. Um. Oh, go on, Ben. Sorry. No, no. I was just saying uh, that'll go well with the MGTOW video. <laughs> so, but <laughs> that story, that'll add it, add to it. No, that's just that's a that's a story. Um. I like just scrolling Twitter, uh, just to like because there was like a few. There's something else I wanted to talk about, but it's yeah, just, yeah. yeah gotta be the most worthless media outlet ever what twitter uh 
I can't use it, man. I can never, I have no idea how this platform has existed for over a decade plus. Like, I am just now using uh, uh, social media, like, for real, for real, from the first time since, like, 2014, 2013. I just don't like it. Mm-hmm. I just, I just said, you know, I'm done with it. And um, it's it said it worked. I'm sure it did. I'm sure, yeah, weaponized autism is never to be trifled with. Never, never disrespect the autism, the autist. Yeah. Um, yeah. Grin Akuma, that's the best way to handle it. Uh, just pick on the best parts and carry on as far as great. I made a video about how, uh, you know, that there are some non best parts and the people got a little pissed. Hell, Pauly, yeah. Latino yeah. slant. What's up, brother? Good to see you, man. Yeah. Um, See, that's the best way to handle it. Yeah, I don't know the finer points about it, but I, I do think a lot of the information they bring up is worth mentioning, is worth yeah. like, digesting, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you ever see that documentary, The Red Pill? I did see a documentary. That was interesting. Really? Yeah, that's, yeah. You know, like I, I'm not going like all in. I'm not like, yeah, I'm a men's rights activist now. But I was yeah. just like, damn, that's some interesting facts. Like, I, I, I think like stuff like that is really you know helpful with the whole like feminist like debate because they're they're so convinced of their arguments, but they really leave out like parts of their argument that would defeat it. Yeah. You know? It's very one-sided, so it's like you just kind of when you first hear it, you're like, oh, "Okay, I mean, I guess that's a good point," but you know, you don't hear the whole context of everything they're saying. And when you get the other side of it, you're like, wait a minute, yeah, there's all that stuff too. Like, I knew I wasn't going crazy disagree <laughs> with this. Yeah, and I mean, I, I'll take my shots at feminism, but I definitely think it had and probably still has a purpose. It's just things, and that's really what I'm pointing to make time. Things get too extreme. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a there's 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 nothing wrong with saying, hey, do you look at the legal uh, situation and relationships? Or you talk about feminists, you look at some of the legal things that were the case, saying, hey, we, this this is fucked up. Taking the situation saying this is fucked up. But it's when you go past that point, you go really, really extreme, especially with these ideologies, you can radicalize quick. Um, it's good to have knowledge, but not good to have hate. Yeah, you got it. Yes, that's the thing. You have to, there's nothing wrong with informing yourself. There's nothing wrong with thinking. Well, a different point of view. I feel like as far as me with the whole quote unquote MGTOW thing, I think the idea of de-emphasizing a relationship in my life is a helpful thing. I got a lot of stuff I need to focus on anyway, namely being big as a fucking house. Uh, so it's like, it's nothing wrong with me saying, you know what? I'm going to just chill and not even care. And yeah, but I'm not going to be like, oh, these fucking women, even though I fought this one guy, it's fucking hilarious. I can't even mention his name. He, he said some really crazy shit but he's so funny that i can't stop watching who you can't, you can't um, tell me all right tell me later i'll tell you later because the only thing is i don't want because like some of the shit he says is just insane but okay. it's just like yeah. it's so funny i'm in tears I'm yeah in tears yeah. every show and i i kind of i'll tell you after i'll tell you after. i think too though from like a man's point of view like it's also good sometimes you just need to take time off and work on yourself like yes you know what i mean you need to you do need to like improve not even from a political point of view just that like I just need to not spend energy on that because, you know, whatever you want to say about any of it, having a girlfriend is a lot of work. A lot of work, a lot of money, a lot of time, a lot of effort. All those things. And it's like if you don't have, like, the luxury to be, you know, engaging in all that stuff, yeah, but you take some time off. Like, work on yourself. Get yourself better. Get get in shape or focus on your career or whatever the hell is that, you know what I mean? You need to do, like, go to therapy, whatever, you know, whatever part 
stuff that needs to be improved. Like there's nothing wrong with that. Like, I think we have this, you know, there's obviously that drum always beating inside of us to just fuck, 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 fuck. But then, yeah. but there's also like that kind of social pressure that to like, you know, be hooking up with girls and talking to women all yeah. the time. Like just sometimes you just need to be like, you know, yeah, I just need, I, I need, I need some me time. I need to I go need some me. Uh, yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. <laughs> such a dildo. I love women. Imagine how boring life would be without all that crazy. Exactly. That's why you don't go so extreme. You don't just say, oh, I'm never going to be with a woman ever in life. Like, oh, I don't know about that, man. Yeah. Sure. yeah. No way. That's crazy. That's yeah. It's going too far. Hey, I may never end up getting married. That that one thing I, I'm like, okay, I know that's one thing I have taken. Like, if I get married, I, there's no way she doesn't understand the legal reasons I don't want to get married. There's no way we do not cross like the prenup stuff or whatever. Like that, that has to be. There's no way I will ever get married without a prenuptial agreement. Ever. Can't imagine that. Yeah. Like I, I can't imagine that I would. I, I mean, I don't know. I've never been in that situation, but it's just such an unfair contract. It's such a dangerous contract that I just. I can't imagine in good faith signing it, especially with a woman who's just like, yeah, what's the problem? Just sign it. Just risk everything on me, on my, on my feelings. Yeah, like, I'd rather just... go to Vegas and put it all on black sugar. Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> I feel like yeah. I got a better chance of being able to control the outcome of that. Yeah, and, and Lord Thoth, that last point, especially she's gorgeous. I recommend finding a plain woman. 2020, nope. You might as well go for the... Honestly, the hotter women are easier to deal with. I'm being you dead ass. <laughs> I know I'm not the only one who who's thought that because the 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 medium, the middle the middle grade women, uh, uh. yeah, you know what? Because gorgeous women like they're like the last like women left because like they still recognize how much power they get out of like being hot and being a woman, and they're not going to relinquish their throne to like feminism or whatever. Like it all the system works for them, so it's like they're not giving that shit up. Never married Gormon, but just like. Seven and a half, eight. Because again, man, <laughs> you guys are underrating these crazy sixes and these fives <laughs> who are out of out of their minds. Hey, you said your wife is a former model; she's a lot of work. That's the thing you don't get. There are there's a four hundred pound three or two who is still a lot of work. Yeah, it's true. And so it's like if I'm gonna deal with a lot of work, I'm getting I'm getting more for my money, man. Yeah, and you know, know it's all trade-off, right? Because it's like it, you know, I've dated some girls who are like not the most gorgeous in the world. They're sexy, but like they're not yeah. beautiful. But they were so cool to hang around with that you kind of were like, all right, like you didn't feel like you needed to pamper them or lie to them. Like you could just it was like it was like a friend, and that, that was great, you know. But yeah. then there's also but then like after a while the sex gets kind of boring because it's just like, all right, you know. I mean, that's true with every girl, but yeah. you know. She she was never all the way up here. She was here, and then after time, she's just kind of down here. And you're like, you're over it. But with a beautiful yeah. girl, you know, you might not have that connection, but you're you're gonna have that desire. Yeah, a lot longer. So it's a balance. Yeah. It is it is a balance. But yeah, it, like I said, most relationships are a lot of work. You know, if any lady pops in, you know, no disrespect to the ladies, we love the ladies. Relationships are a lot of work. It, it's a lot of lot of work. Um, I like and so. Of you here, just a beautiful yeah. but can be worth it. Yeah, I mean, when a beautiful woman like loves you or like like respects you, it's it does dope. a lot for your own self worth. Yeah, it absolutely does. It's <laughs> dope. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. 
Yeah, well, we're approaching the two-hour mark, brother. You want to wrap it up? Yeah, we can wrap it up. We can wrap it up. And uh, hey, if you you got love, Lord Thoth, I wouldn't trade it for anything. Love is hard to find as well. So good for you. Absolutely, man. Yeah. Uh, Hail chat. Thanks for hanging out with us. Sension Dildo and Grin Akuma. You guys are fucking hilarious. Got to take that act on the road. You know what I mean? (laughs) You guys are great. Yeah, great and cool. One last comment. He said, I had to say I had all types. They want to cheat. They want to cheat. Even the worst looking ones have a lot of guys fighting for them. Yeah. And I, and I find there's a there's a class of girls who are just like not who are unattractive, probably know it, but still have the guys fighting on them and they're insecure and they use that to just create craziness. I've had that as much as anything. So I'm like, you know what? what? And you be- think that just because she's cute, she's low maintenance. That's not the case. It's not the case. And beautiful women need less validation because of like, you know, how long they've been getting it and how often they get it. Whereas yeah. like cuter girls are kind of like I've, I've dated girls that are insecure, like, and they'll just like, let me know about guys that were like hitting on them and flirting with them. I'm like, all right, why are you telling me this? It's just because she wants me to know that. Yeah. You know what? Other guys find me attractive too. Yeah. It's like yeah, yeah. A giant pain in the ass. Like I, I don't, I don't want to have to like have all this drama. Yeah, and Lord Thoth, I think I know a little bit more about your life than I would have liked. I still love you, man. They want cheese. Lost we're all in the room together. Stay <laughs> off the hub, Lord Thoth. Stay off the hub, man. I love you, Thoth. I love Thoth. Man, you're the best. And hey, everyone in the chat, great to see you, Latino Slant, Pauly. Hello, the mighty yeah. Eric K. Follow uh, Eric K's great advice is to subscribe. Yeah. To- Vigilante, the vigilante. Yeah, we are a crime team now, guys. Just so you know, we have teamed yeah. up defeat cultural evil, and uh, we are here defending the good people of of city, Townsville. <laughs> I'm not sure. Townsville, uh, the villains that would infiltrate our culture and uh, nefariously use it for our own ends. So we are two crime fighters here to fight against the evil. Yeah. And not just for plug reasons yourself to me, because next week the show is going to be on my channel. We're going to rotate channels. So if you want to catch uh, Culture Crime Fires next week, it'll be uh, Wednesday at uh, 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Pacific. Took me a second. Stream brain. And it'll be on my channel. So, yeah, you want to go to both of our channels. You're going to want to sub. I'm not wrong. Yeah, right. yeah. That's how we rotate like the like the Inquisition does. So just one, one week my channel, the next week yeah. Vigilante's channel, and so on and so forth. So thank you very much for hanging out with us, guys. Much love to you and everyone in the chat and everyone who watches. This is so much fun. I love doing it, and I love that you guys are here hanging. Okay. Right, so peace, uh, everybody. Yeah. Cultural villains beware. We are here to fight crime, and we will not rest until this the city, the town is vanquished. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, guys. Have a great day. We'll talk to y'all soon. All right. Peace, everybody.